The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. So much happening on this episode. Uh, The name of the episode is Dill or No Dill. Uh, First of all, uh, stay till the end because uh, Jimmy's going to interview the stars of the new Hellboy movie. Uh, he's got uh, lined up for your uh, consideration David Harbour, Mila Hohovich, Ian McShane, and Daniel Day Kim. All right, so that's all at the end of this episode. Stay for the star power at the end of the episode. Also, uh, we've got uh, some of our uh, Salt Lake area convention stuff squared away. Uh, we're going to be doing a live geek show on Friday. Uh, at 7 p.m. on the 19th. It's at 326 Southwest Temple. Gracie's is the name of the place, and we're going to be upstairs uh, doing uh, one live show at 7 p.m. Then we're going to be doing another live show the next night on the 20th at Fanex in the con proper. Uh, 5 p.m. is when that is. I don't recall the room right now, but it's at 5 p.m. at at the con. We'll get that for you. Don't worry. And then one week later, we'll be at Wasatch Comic Con in the Valley Fair Mall on the 27th at 3 p.m. We're doing a live show. And it's a, uh, a room right next to the nerd store. So it's an enclosed area, and we'll, you know, we'll do our best to <laughs> keep it 18 and older in the audience. I can't control that stuff. So there you go. That's, uh, and go to WasatchCon.com. We'll be talking about that coming up, uh, both of those sh- all three of those shows, actually, coming up, all of our live geek shows that uh, people, people seem to enjoy. So I just wanted to let you know about it. And we want to thank our sponsors, of course, for uh, making this whole party possible. Open seven days a week. Hold service is free. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And and with your hold, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, of course. And Cabin Fever, serving the meek, the geek, and yes, even the freak in your life. Since 1982, Cabin Fever is in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Haster Games, of course, we want to thank them. Uh, They are located at 6831 South State, and uh, they're open uh, Monday through Saturday. Well, they're open seven days a week because it's a great place to stay and play. They want you to go in and crack open one of their many games. They have like 300 in their library that you can just sit down and play uh, if you want, and they'll even help you out with that stuff. Haster Games. Uh, FanXSaltLake.com is the website. Also, a fine sponsor of the show, bringing us to FanX and bringing a lot of famous people. John Cleese was just added to the list. If you're a Monty Python fan, that's huge. And of course, Zachary Levi, the stars of Shazam, they're all going to be there. Our old friend Garrett Wong showed up as well. Uh, just go to FanXSaltLake.com and you'll see uh, all the celebrities that are going to be there and the schedule of events. And also Wasatch Comic Con at the Valley Fair Mall, April 26th and 27th. We're going to be doing our geek show live there. Go to WasatchCon.com and check out. uh, It is a, here's the thing you need to know about Wasatch Comic Con. It's a pay-what-you-can event. Go to WasatchCon.com and check out the ticket upgrade options. They have a huge list of all-star comic creators. And you get your tickets early in the Valley Fair Mall at the Nerd Store and Resolute Tattoo. That's Wasatch Comic Con April 26th and 27th at the Valley Fair Mall. Mmm! Let's see. Now, did I warn you that we're going to be doing a deep dive on Captain Marvel, the movie, and it's going to be spoiler-filled? If I didn't warn you, trust me, I'm going to warn you. All right. (laughs) Let's get to the brand-new episode. Please to enjoy. 
And welcome back to the basement. <laughs> yes, Man. yes. Right. We're happy to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is outside. It's clouds. <laughs> the sun. We're not what? outside. Slun? We're not outside. We're in the basement. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> we were talking about how old we get. Wait, no. I'm yep. Not. It doesn't make any That's, sense. Uh, yep. <laughs> Five out of stars. That's a Texas 10-4. <laughs> my, big, my big 3-0 birthday right around the corner. Hey, hey. Oh, how's it feel? Fine. You're going to lose that job at MTV. You're done. Oh, no. See, I didn't... <laughs> Too old. Bye-bye, downtown yeah. Julie Brown. <laughs> see, I, see, 30 didn't mean... It, it didn't do anything to me. Didn't give a I'm, shit. I'm, me I'm very excited to be out of my 20s. Yeah, 21 was cool. Well, 18 was cool. Mm-hmm. 21 was cool. 25 for some reason. Yeah. Lower rates on renting cars. Because, because you're, well, they're sad. <laughs> and but, you can rent a carpet shampoo. But then, oh, dip. But then you think it's to true. yourself, I'm halfway to 50. And yeah, so that's then, my first thought. So 25 was like that. 30 didn't affect me. I, so I was, uh, the year before 21 felt like two years. And then. I was really excited for 27 because my birthday is on the 27th of the month. Oh, so okay. I was like, it's my golden birthday. And, uh, oh. and now I'm just like so excited to be done. I had my golden, my golden birthday was when I was two. Oh, I don't sorry. even remember it. <laughs> Lame. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> See, I remember when I turned 30 because I was like, you know, a lot of people at this table and Lee's missing and, you know, counts. All that. They're like, you guys are older than I am. And I was like turning 30. I was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah after, shit. after a while, you get there. You I know? felt the same way. 30? I turned 30 on a Tuesday. I didn't give a fuck. You want to hear best? Uh, Mine's uh, on a Saturday. Wah, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a stand-up bit about uh, uh, birthdays is Patton Oswalt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About as you get older, yeah. and then once you get past a hundred, like all the laws start dropping off, like that, and you can legally murder somebody at one hundred and ten. But you can, you have to use your bare hands; you can't use a weapon. <laughs> Got to keep it fair. <laughs> I, would to- I totally didn't do it. Like go mouth for it. wide open. Ah. <laughs> well, there should be some restrictions, you know. Yeah, yeah. We can't make it easy. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's let's uh, let's meet our panel. Uh, Hello, Jay Whitaker. Hey, good morning. How are you? How you doing, boss? All right, how are you? Chilling and shit, man. Good. I'm outside and oh, feeling good. I like that good. hat. That's oh, nice. the energy in here is real weird. What do you mean? <laughs> Slice it with a knife. <laughs> it's cosmic energy, babe. Cosmic. CJ on tour. Yeah, see me on tour. Tour.drybarcomedy.com. Uh, what, what week is this? Um, I'm going to be in... Uh, the 8th. I'm going to be in uh, Rhode Island. Um... Providence. I'm going to be in Hartford, Connecticut. I'm going to be in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and then I'm going to be in Boston. Come see me. And are then, you going to meet Jesus? Huh? In Bethlehem? Yeah, I'm going to slap him five. He owe me twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be dope if Jesus just like owes you money? Well, I think, I think you owe him a lot more. <laughs> well, now I <laughs> no, I worry that it might be counterfeit or something because you remember the fishes he was able oh, to make the wine more, he was able to make more wine and yeah, loaves but, and oh, fishes that's nobody could tell the difference that's so the money would be so the same way i get the feeling that jesus has only one 20 bill but he just goes here you go you saying but jesus that's why is supposed, a liar we're supposed to give him 10 percent, right we're that? supposed to give him 10 percent, right well it depends because like my agent <laughs> takes more than that he does yeah more than the Wow, you should talk to him. See? I need a new Jesus. Be my agent. Jesus, take. <laughs> Do you have representation? Yes. The church. Jesus. I, the church I go to is cheaper than your agent. That's right. <laughs> God, there's so many bad jokes going through my head right now. I'm not saying any of them. I can tell. Good for I you. Like, Good for I you. But uh, the website uh, for your dates is uh, uh, tour.drybarcomedy.com. Uh, right. Also follow um, Big Little Kid Pod. There you go. All right. Thank you. 
Hi, Shannon. Hey, how's it going? How are you? <laughs> Good. Everything all right? Yeah. I like that hat. It's been a week back. Thanks. Oh, God, the energy. <laughs> there it is again. Ah. 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 I got anything else to say. Come, come to my uh, pub quiz. It's on Wednesdays. Lucky 13, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Good fucking time. All right. Fucking Still your two-time Can champion you right now. Can you guarantee a fight? And I say me. I mean it. I can't guarantee a fight. <laughs> I will only come up. There's an old man. Will okay. I'll, ma- I'll make sure there's ass. a plant. Thanks. <laughs> Jimmy Martin is here, everybody. Woo! Yeah. When, uh, I actually did help out the past few games at your pub quiz, because uh, when you did a game show host round, don't fuck with me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne uh, Brady for every answer. No. Actually, we did kind of fuck up, though. No. There, there was one that we fucked up. <laughs> the joke's not funny, Jay. You said, uh, you said what, name the host, uh, and you said the title was Deal or No Deal. And we said, Howie both, Mandel. well, both, that's the right answer, but both, and at the same time, said, which one? And you're like, there's only one. We're like, fuck, no, there's not. Cause not. In my brain, I was thinking Monty Hall and Wayne Brady, because we were oh. thinking, let's make a deal like yeah. that. So we wrote down, I was like, fucking Monty Hall. <laughs> and you're like, Howie Mandel. I'm like, fuck, no, it's not. Oh, shit, I did it the wrong is. game show. Wrong game show. So, uh, yeah, watch me on KSL, uh, Big Movie Mouth Off, Rebeam Slug, Geek Show, and Mediocre Show. I don't think there's any interviews this week, but next week, and, and going it's going to be the, the WB Horror Film interviews with, uh, for now, What was how do you say it again? The, the Curse of La... La Lorena? La Lorena. La Lorena. Yeah. yeah. Your, your and then uh, while, I'm down there, while I'm down there, I might have the opportunity to see something that... In the game of everything, oh, that chess game. Yeah, the yeah. It's what a, was that chess heroes. movie? What's that chess movie? <laughs> it's a documentary about uh, your uh, uh, the the Russian guy and the kid, and they uh, yeah. <laughs> it's called the Bobby Fisher Gauntlet. Bobby Fisher. That's searching for Bobby Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was able to pull Bobby Fisher right out of nowhere. He's <laughs> he's quad T. That's a sports reference. That is. One night and you know, I've never seen Bobby Fisher and Tony in the same room. So, no, don't, don't go no too, sport. too far into that. <laughs> chess ain't a sport, man. Uh, check, yeah, it's yeah, considered it a sport. Nah, nah, man, that's a game. Hey, it's like league is a sport. That's a just, game. Let me just say this. You can letter in chess in high school. See, sport. Just like league I lettered in drama in high school that's and a sport. football. You're a sport. You're a sport. <laughs> hey, everyone's a sport. You're a sport. Check anyway. me out on uh, Twitter for more in, intelligent, in-depth jokes such as these, at Quad T Tony. I'm Quizzicate. Uh-huh. Uh, or every week here on The Geek Show or every other week on The Gadget Spot. Uh, Lee George K. not here, but uh, our returning champion, Rebecca Frost, is. I'll be you, Lee. Wiki wiki. You know, we just, said you could be the Huckleberry. The energy just <laughs> changed in here. I felt like I had to make it sexy, and I don't know how to do that. I don't know if that was sexy. <laughs> Rebecca, I said I don't know how to do that. Rebecca, it's more like what was that? Like? Bathroom, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm happy that you did not try. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. I think she did. <laughs> so, bigshinnyrobot.com. <laughs> Nailed Rebecca. it. Rebecca. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, me. Uh, I was going to say we had a host. Yeah. We got a host. Hi, how are you? Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, thank you. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Compliment X- your own hat. X96.com. I have a nice hat. I yeah. like your hat, Carrie. Thank I like, you. I like that you... Is that from your haberdashery? You huh? Is it from your haberdashery? Yes, my haberdashery in Pasadena. Yes. Mm. <laughs> That's where uh, the hotel that I'm staying in soon is where you and I stayed. Which, uh, which, which place? In Burbank. 
The one in Burbank. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember you brought that the, the case just for your hat. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> That's nicer than my luggage. The itself. pinnacle of wealth. <laughs> Listen, a gentleman knows how to travel. All right. With a garbage bag. Yeah. <laughs> and a hobo stick. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> He's the hobo film critic. You just He's buy a... clothes when you get there. He's Jimmy Martin. You throwing away that popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Hobo Jimmy, how many stars did you give that last one? <laughs> oh, he wouldn't give stars. He'd give I'd give it three big bean cans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd give three it sterno cans. Two and a half beans. He'd give sterno cans or cans of beans or boxcars or something. I don't know. It's like a bean I got. Corn That's and got half. four corn niblets. <laughs> His lowest score ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we've been talking about the uh, the CBS app. <laughs> And about how everybody needs it. Yeah, well. Because, well, now that we got the Star Trek Discovery, we got Twilight Zone. My wife even said, you got to sign up for that damn CBS app because I want to watch Twilight Zone. Mm. All the CSI you could watch. Well, oh yeah. My God. Oh, two and a half men for days. Woo! <laughs> but there is stuff coming uh, to the CBS app that you will want. And, and uh, 90% of it is Star Trek. Um, <laughs> but yeah. that's fine. Uh, but it's uh, Paley Fest. Uh, Alex Kurtzman, who is the new keeper of Star Trek, he's the guy in charge of all of it, uh, talked about when he had Patrick Stewart over to talk about the show. <sighs> Picard. Yeah. They're calling it Star Trek Picard right now. Okay. Here's what I will tell you, he said. To the point. I hope they yeah. change that. What's that show about? <laughs> Picard. <laughs> he says, here's what I will tell you about. I had an amazing experience yesterday. I sat at Patrick's kitchen table and I heard him read the first episode aloud, and I almost cried. It was quite something. He's at an amazing place in his life. He's so excited. It's going to be a very different show from Discovery. The only way this universe, I think, works correctly is if each show is really different and speaks to a different part of Star Trek. I'm okay with that. Uh, this is going to be a very thoughtful, psychological portrait in a lot of ways. We all know what Picard means to the world and why he, like so many legendary characters on Star Trek, has endured and what he's represented. He, in some ways, has to go through a gauntlet to find that again. Things have changed for him and changed in some ways, and yet he is so deeply and fundamentally still Picard. We're thrilled at what we're going to deliver. I know Patrick is excited. The cast is coming together beautifully. And I will give you nothing else. So that's all, right. all we're getting. Because he's your favorite captain. I yeah. Think. Well, I mean, and it can be totally different than Discovery because it takes place like how many years after Discovery? Probably 60. Many. Yeah. Many years. <laughs> See, I'm kind of nervous, though, because he said he read the first episode and he, almost, he was about to cry. Is that happy tears or sad tears? I kind of hope. So you know Patrick Stewart on American Dad? Yes. I uh, want that. Yeah. You want that <laughs> as Picard, yes. huh? Ah, that would be fucking am- Agent Bullock. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> God, Avery. That's why I love Patrick Stewart. Like he's like this a refined actor, and he's like, I don't give a shit. I will do whatever I find funny. Oh. <laughs> Even poop emoji. Ever ever oh, since God. he ever, <laughs> ever since he started dating that uh, that young girl, and she introduced him to weed. We've gotten an all new Patrick. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is a different man. Weed is dope. Yeah, it is dope. Yeah. It is dope. No, that's, Just no, say no. dope. It's a wordplay. I get it. Yeah. Why do you think they call it dope, Jay? Because it's great. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and speaking of other good Star Trek, uh, the Orville. Yeah. Yes. Love I'm, it. I'm behind on it a little bit, but I'll catch up. And again, it's Next Generation. If yeah. you're missing Next Generation, watch that show. Uh, but if you can't get enough of the Orville, 
uh, they're bringing some comic books ah. hmm. in July. Uh, comic book series based on the Seth MacFarlane sci-fi comedy drama debuting this summer, uh, written by executive producer and writer for the show, David A. Goodman. Art from uh, newcomer David uh, Cabeza. Uh, the Orville comic book will be a four-issue series set between the first and second seasons of the show, split hmm. into two storylines. There's only four issues, though? Just four issues. Okay. No, they want to see how it does. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. You know. It's a- um, the first two uh, comic book stories, New Beginnings, sees Ed and Gordon's journey to a fleet conference interrupted by a distress call from what appears to be a union ship that's older than a century, while Kelly has to intercede in a domestic dispute on board the Orville as Bordas plans to enroll his child in school despite their young age. They're always doing yeah. this cultural shit with Bordas. Yeah. Yeah. I love that their race it gets addicted to nicotine instantly. Instantly. <laughs> so funny! It was such a great. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. That must have been one of the last two episodes. I think yeah. I'm too behind. Bordis and his uh, husband. I don't yeah. know what the yeah. title is, but uh, they get addicted to cigarettes, <laughs> and so they and they're just constantly and, smoking. And they're just you what? see them all the time up on the up on the bridge, and you know <laughs> they get addicted to a lot of things. Because didn't he get addicted to porn? Bordis he did. did yeah. He did yeah. get addicted. They to They just porn. have addictive personalities. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. But and then when they finally get the gum, they, they're like, yeah, they're chewing the nicotine gum, <laughs> and then they decide we've got to stop smoking, we've got to stop doing this, so we got to work on it. And they're hiding cigarettes all through their place, and it was, it was really a funny. Scene. Have you been smoking? <laughs> uh, the second storyline, the word of Avis, begins in the Orville number three as the ship discovers what appears to be a Union ship headed toward Krill space, but the reality is something far more complicated. Yeah. So July 17th. Did you see the latest episode of Family Guy where it was uh, an audio commentary? Yes. And uh, so all the characters of Family Guy are doing like, a, you know, in the booth and they're doing their own episode commentary. Oh, but then all the actors come into the booth like that. But you can't see anything. It's all audio. And they're like, why do you guys, why do you look like the captain from the Orville? Like that? <laughs> and then Brian starts talking. He goes, why do you just sound like me? Like that? And then, the, oh, with my favorite one, though, is Meg gets really pissed because Mila Kunis walks in. She goes, why is she hot and I'm not? <laughs> So funny. It was really meta. It was great. <laughs> uh, let's see. Game of Thrones. When's that start? Soon? April. Something. April 14th. Something. So, yes. Yes, 14th. Thank you. Uh, but they have... Remember, uh, remember. The 14th of April. Yeah. That doesn't rhyme at all. That's, yeah, I don't... But I'm not going to forget it now. It was a haiku. <laughs> oh, it's a haiku. That's it. I don't think you know what a haiku is. Uh, but they're... You know, because <laughs> it's ending. You know, Game of Thrones is ending. Wait, what? Yeah, I know, right? Well, this Game of Thrones is ending. That's right, because you're getting a prequel. Watch yep. is Wait, ended. What? Yep. They're going to put Ned's head right you back on. You didn't know this? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, man. Just pop it off. Play I've got... <laughs> hot news. Hot news. I got your info right here. Is it like the origin of the... Well, we don't of know. Of the really. throne. We don't really know. Um, they're keeping it secret. Oh, God. But if I got to see another Lannister sex scene. <laughs> you know you like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, see, Rebecca. No. I, I just watch it and go, well, they're not really brother and sister. <laughs> so it's okay. They're not really so. having sex. <laughs> Usually were. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you know. To her? Huh? No. <laughs> to, him? I, to him. To her. Either, to either one. Either one. Hold well on. Are we talking about Lan- Lannister three-way? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Man. 
I mean, maybe. Let a three way. I don't know. I, I maybe. I'm a Hodor man myself. <laughs> a wi- a wi- yeah, a wi- hold that door. You do Hodor. have a type. You do have a <laughs> Hodor. Hold that door. A Whitaker's got to pay his debts. And that's what. <laughs> Apparently, Lannisters always pay their debts. A Whitaker's got to pay his debts. I was going to say, apparently he didn't because he got a boot on his car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> takes, takes him five years to do it. Right. <laughs> Burn. Uh, but uh, Game of Thrones prequel added uh, more actors to what is becoming a very large cast. Uh, Mark well, Quee- you, huh? you got to load it with people to kill. I well, mean. <laughs> here we go. We got a lot of them. Marquis Rodriguez. Uh, from When They See Us on Netflix, John Sim from Doctor Who and Life on Mars, Richard McCabe from Harlots, John Heffernan from Collateral, Dixie Edgerix uh, has been joined in the cast, along with Josh Whitehouse from Poldark, uh, Naomi Ackie from uh, Star Wars uh, Episode uh, Nine, Denise Gulch from Gorilla, Jamie Campbell Bauer from Twilight, Sheila Atim from Harlots, Ivano Jeremiah from Black Mirror, Georgie Henley from Chronicles of Narnia, Alex Sharp from To the Bone, Tony Regbo from Fantastic Beasts, Miranda Richardson is in the cast. I mean, it, Naomi Watts. Hey, someone I know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I don't know any of these people. But it's a big cast, which means plenty of people to kill. So there you go. You're getting a prequel to Game of Thrones. Like how, uh, how far are they going back, though? Does not say. That's, that's the first saying. winter. But uh, it's not going to be on HBO. It's going to be on ABC Family. Something just showed up on my really good. Facebook uh, deal from uh, mm-hmm. Agents news. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Breaking news? Yes. Debuting uh, new episodes starting May 10th. Yay! Hey! May 10th. May 10th. Wow, already. Yeah. In a post-snap world. Yeah. And they, I'm excited. they said yes to this season and another season. I guess what, so. it got a second yeah, renewal. Wow. They they just did it, and I think it's it's all about content because Agents of Shield in the ratings does not do well. No, but it's such a good it's, show. It got way good. But it's you, so good. But you can syndicate it and make money. You can you know put it Stream on it. streaming and make the money. That's which, true. That's I don't true. Know, yeah, because they which. I know that they filmed the last season like it was going to be the final season, and so it, it wrapped up so nicely. Yeah. Yeah. It did. So uh, I thought so it was did a Toy good Story ending. three, but you know, yeah. well, <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. I thought it was a good ending. You're right, uh, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. All right, now they've been um, kicking around this uh, Gundam movie. Oh, for a I long can hear time. Egg Rubits. Egg is <laughs> Space Max. <laughs> well, I don't know if he heard about this or not. Uh, he should actually be kind of excited because uh, they found uh, a writer for the Gundam movie, and it's Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, now I'm excited. Actually, he did. He texted me he that. Did. He, he, texted, oh, he, did. he actually texted me, He was me so too. excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> this, was a, this was a couple of weeks ago, actually. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn, uh, behind Why the Last Man, mm-hmm. uh, that series has, yeah. has uh, been ordered, and it is going to happen. My favorite thing he did was Ex Machina. Ex Machina is good. And I can't believe nobody insane. did anything with that. Yeah. Like, they still have It's still sitting there ripe for the picking. Yeah. You know? It probably will be. Because, I mean, he's got Why the Mas- Last Man going. If it's a hit, which I think it will be, it's going to be on well, FX. He invented the Runaways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer comics for a while. Yes, he did. He's but uh, let's not forget Saga, though. Oh, Saga's amazing. Saga is just some of, the, some of the best shit. Actually, yeah. that might oh, be better than... Oh, you love Saga. I yeah. love Saga. That might be better than Next Machina. Yeah. Saga's good. Well, he has been tapped to pen the live-action Gundam movie. Hmm. So there you go. Gundam from 79. And then I saw a thing that the... Gundam is, uh, I want to say 35 years old, or no, 30 years old. Hello Kitty is 35 years old, and somehow the Japanese have found a way to cross-promote the two with Gundam versus 
Hello Kitty. Man, well, of they, course they, they put Hello Kitty in everything. <laughs> yeah, Team Kitty. Team Kitty. <laughs> I don't think she's going to win. You don't know. I don't know. She's got pretty... <laughs> <laughs> she's Jesus got, Christ! She's got that cute power. It'll throw them off. They'll be like, oh, And well, then she just, slits their throat. She just steps on her. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I was going to say... Kids she, are just screaming she, in the theater. She, she won't shout Jesus Christ because Hello Kitty has no mouth. Oh. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. It'll sound like... It's <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> shitty version of Deadpool. <laughs> Always kind of bothered me. Always kind of bothered me. Uh, another comic book. That's comes- a weird thing to notice. I know. I'm I'm with you, though. I like the frog, though. What was it? Kuropi Kuropi or something like that? There was a frog in Hello Kitty? Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, a, there's, like there's a, a kitty. There's the, I know there's, there's a, a penguin. Frog, there's a penguin. Yeah. Goodbye, frog. What yep. <laughs> Shut up. Oh. <laughs> What? See you later, frog. A cord- yeah. cordial nod, penguin. Oh, I get it. Check, oh, yeah. Yeah. Check you later, penguin. You know, this all huh. makes sense. Yeah, all right. Um, hey, uh, Carrie, hmm? do you know what? Today's a very special anniversary. After a while, crocodile. At the time of this recording? Yeah. There is a crocodile. Uh, 1990. Yes. 29 years ago. Yes. Teenage Ninja, Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original movie came out. Oh. The first movie. 29 years ago. Radical. I saw that on the. Does that put into perspective Holy how long we've known each other, bud? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, come on. We saw I need that to in know. the theater together. I need to know. I need to know. Well, because we, because we, and we read the comics, too. Yeah, yeah. And we'd known each other years before we saw that. So it's, that's What'd like, you guys think of it as kids, man? We, we weren't kids, man. We were. We I were, was what? Twi- I was 18, I guess. Yeah, I you were 18, so you're technically. Yeah. I didn't quite know what to do with the whole Ninja Turtles thing because we read the comics, mm-hmm. which we, you know, were mostly serious, but were mm-hmm. parodies of Frank Miller's Daredevil, if that yeah. makes sense, because hmm. that was the feeling he was going for, the Eastman and Laird. Yeah, I know that guy. And <laughs> Daredevil? Now was the ca- then there was the cartoon, right? Yeah. Much lighter tone. Much lighter tone. Yeah. <clears throat> And then we went to see the movie, and it was kind of like a merging of the two. Somewhere yeah, in the middle, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, and I remember the technology that they had to develop for them was that the there were these, uh, uh, I think, it was Chinese acrobats were wearing mm-hmm. the costumes, and they were remote control, you know, puppet heads, yeah. Yeah, essentially. The, the mouth, yeah. Right. I think Hanson didn't Hanson make them. I want to say the Hanson shop. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Hen- Hansen. different Hanson. Oh, Hanson. Oh, Henson. Uh, Henson. Uh. <laughs> we liked it though. I remember we, we saw. It. I remember we, we, we saw, liked it. Yeah, we 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 were a little disappointed in the whole Shredder villain thing because, yeah. well, I mean, did you want him to take his mask off? Did we want oh. to get to know him? I don't know, but it, it seemed to work. But I just I saw that today on Time Hop, and I was just That's like, hilarious. holy shit! Yeah, I've known Carrie for a long fucking time. But, you know, again, this this girlfriend I talked about before with the, the uh. Catwoman thing. We're down at Disneyland, and uh, it was raining like a son of a bitch, and she did not want to go to the park. And I said, well, I guess we'd go to a movie. And so we, we drive about a half a mile away to movie theater, and Secret of the Ooze is playing, oh, yeah. the second one. Number two. And uh, I was like, oh, it's the second. We go, go see ninja, that. Go ninja, Let's go. go. And I, go, I, was go, not, go. I was not prepared for how terrible that was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> ninja. Toka and Razor. Ninja. Yeah. Ninja. Super yeah. Shredder. Yeah. My mom took it, me, my my brother and me to the the first one, and I'll never forget because you know back in the day when they didn't have assigned seats, you know, and, and yeah. reserved seats. Yeah. So we it was a mad I think we were waiting, you know, we were waiting through the credits, you know, like, and we walked out, and there was a group, you know, this is a smaller theater, like five screens at the most, and I think there was another theater right next to us that was going to start the next screen. We walk out, and uh, they open the ropes, 
and people, it was like a fucking mad dash. Like oh, yeah. That. And my mom threw me and my brother against the wall and was like, fucking don't move like that. <laughs> and like people just, I mean, you would have gotten trampled. I mean, because like, people wanted good seats. Yeah. I was like, God, now you like, oh, I just got my, you know, I'll, I'll get my seat when I get there. Like, yeah. you know, just I have my so luxury much. lounger D4. This is mine. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Fuck it. <laughs> yes. We've really grown as a society. <laughs> <laughs> Kids aren't murdered. No. Well, but I predict that. Uh, the Ninja Turtles will be around long after we're gone. Yeah. I think so. I really do. I think that's one of those franchises because like, they Pokemon because they, they keep reinventing it. Yeah. You know, they keep bringing a different take to it, and and these some of these new takes are actually quite interesting. This, there was a cartoon I just watched recently. that's, that's a new one. Yeah, it's kind of funny. That's but one, even the that's second the one that has uh, Sean Astin, I think, yeah. voices one of the and characters. Isn't, isn't there like a one of the turtles is a woman or something? Yeah, like? there's a there, well, there's a whole what? bunch of them. Yeah. But yeah, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? I can't um, remember her name, but she kicks ass. The yeah. second movie, I mean, it's not perfect by any means, but it was definitely a lot better than the first one. Well, uh, not not that in '89. I'm talking about these new ones that came out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they started the like Michael embracing like the Technodrome yeah. and like you know yeah, yeah. Like, the Krang and all that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, it was cheesy, but it was like, all right, you know, they're, they're, they were taking steps to do something better than fucking Turtles in Time. I was going to say, it, oh, yeah, I loved Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time was fun. Yeah, you also like Roadhouse, but we can't talk about oh, that. Because <laughs> I got good movies. Well, it, it, it needs to remember that it is a parody. Yeah. It, it needs to remember that and not take itself seriously. It needs to take that Adam West route. Have you, you seen know? the trailer uh, for the animated uh, Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon? That's yeah. 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 That looks really cool. I saw actually. you post about that. I think they're going to send it to me, so I might right. do it. Well, that, borrow it. that comic book actually did extremely well. I, I was talking. I heard to, it was good. I was talking to Dave down at Dr. Volts, and he says, yeah, we, I can't keep it in. It's just, Shit. you know. I, I reviewed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie with Jimmy on Big Movie Mouth Off. Yeah. Oh, the, um, the newer ones, yeah. The yeah. newer ones. I was never invited back. 29 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like, I mean, no, I know, I'll I know, never I get I know the, why, yeah. Well, no, I always, the, that first one, it's one of those jokes, is like what we said about, I think it was Fast and Furious 6. Yeah, like, yeah. How big is that the fucking Mag- mountain? mountain yeah. Because they go on for like five minutes yeah, yeah. and haul an ass down. It's like the... the or the in, runway. The runway. The, yeah, the, from uh, Fast, Fast and Furious yeah. 6, yeah. I think someone did the math on it. They were doing about 100 miles an hour. That thing was 27 miles long. <laughs> 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 and I bought a bunch of the uh, action figures from the from the cartoon, yeah. the original cartoon, and uh, I oh, got too. I got rid of all of them, including Ray Fillet, who was hard to get. Yeah. He was a manta ray. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kept only eight. Ray Fillet. I kept only eight Ninja Turtle action figures, and they are also parodies. Uh, it's it's the Ninja Turtles in Star Trek uniforms. Yes, I've seen classic those. Trek. And the Ninja Turtles as the universal classic horror monsters. So Michelangelo's the Invisible Man. Uh, April is Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, one of them's a werewolf. One of them's a Frankenstein. One, uh, Leo's a Draclea. That's right. And those are the only Ninja Turtle figures I still I, have. I only have one. Jimmy bought it for me. Oh, yeah? It's uh, Michelangelo dressed up as uh, Rowdy Rowdy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there is one? Yeah. 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 No, oh. but, like, they had, they had so many things I almost got him. I think it was like Raphael as Ultimate Warrior. And oh. I, him I would one. love that one. I, I, st- my, I know exactly where my Ninja Turtles are. Really? They're in my Aunt Sandy's backyard in Kansas City, Missouri. Still. Did you St- bury them? I buried, because I was a stupid fucking kid, and I buried them, like, because I was going, like, oh. they were on an adventure, and I was supposed to spend the night over her house. And then I, plans change, so Jay, they're still buried we, in her backyard. We need video. We need to follow you. This oh, is a time capsule. This is a documentary. I'll start crying. This is like this is a, a mini documentary. We've got to do this. Finding turtles. Yes, <laughs> turtles in time. Turtles in time. 
We got to follow you to your Aunt Sandy's. Is she still living in the same yeah, place? she's still in the same All place. Right, so They're in her backyard. I got to call my cousin Daryl and then... Uh, well, then we need to travel there. We need to have a camera crew with you. We and can. we need to have you dig them up and yeah. see, see... I know exactly. Like, it's... it's. I still... Like, straight up, like, I was eight. I, I was eight. And I know... I could probably ballpark it within, like, five feet. Like, I know ex- You say that until so you cut to You don't realize what five feet is, really. When yeah. you get there, you're like, God damn, what direction? No, but, <laughs> yeah. but still, We could like, stretch this well, out to a whole season. No, because there's stairs and everything. Like, so it, it, it was... I remember I was really specific about it because I wanted to dig them up the next day. And I still, like... I'm 35. This is what? what what's... What, 23 years later? Yeah. I still think about this all the time. Are my Ninja Turtles still there? Did the, like a flood happen? I I can't. Now, help do you remember which ones you buried? It just it I buried just the whole squad. The whole squad, all four of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no metal parts, so we can't use a metal detector to find them. Yeah. So we got to get one of those uh, plastic uh, uh, sound. <laughs> yeah. One of those sound. Ultra. A yes. bat. You know uh, where they send sound in ultrasonic. Yeah. Ultrasonic. It comes back as four turtles on the screen. Like, found them. Found them. <laughs> they are all faded. Maggots inside. We got of a bogey. Them. <laughs> and then and then you dig them up and. And hold them and brush the dirt off. I need to see this. See, Dude, like, no, but I, would be better is if you got you your shovel. Them? If you got your shovel and you dug it up, but you didn't find your turtles, you found a bunch of copies of ET on Atari. That's oh, right. Shit. That's <laughs> in Arizona. But no, you're right. We clean them up. We give them to Lee. Lee restores them. Oh, this is a movie. I know there are a bunch of Garfield phones. And we'll sell it to Netflix. <laughs> shit, they'll buy anything. And they'll buy anything. <laughs> did so. you guys? Did you see that article? Uh-huh. About Tyler the Perry can play my aunt Sandy. That's true. Before you leave the, t- the topic you, of uh, turtles, though. And everybody though, else. That- I just got this uh, email just yesterday, actually, from Mondo. Mondo Tees. Mm-hmm. They, they have uh, an ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pack. You can choose one of their figures, which are actually pretty badass. Like, they're pretty articulate. And so you can choose one of your figures, and you choose one of their pins, and you choose one of their posters. Those are nice. Yeah, they're pretty badass. I, ch- I choose an expressionist because it oh. sounds like the figure is well-spoken. Yeah. <laughs> I lied. I still. I have these. I was gonna ninja, say you got four right there. I have these yeah. Ninja Turtle action figures. Yeah. They're all yeah the, with the old school. Yeah, with the red with the red. Uh, yeah, they're all red scarves and all that yeah. based on the based art. On the original art. You know how hard it is to see out of that shit. <laughs> anybody, did anybody do the like the bandana thing when you was a kid? We well, supposed to have holes, holes in, in them. It. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you... No, I wasn't bird boxing and shit. <laughs> no, I like I. But it's Sandra, where hard. you go? <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to do some broken news. And then after broken news, again, a warning. We're going to completely spoil the shit spoil out of, shit out of mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. Dr. Frost is And in-game. We're yes. just going to do it all right now. We're going to do the deep dive of the Captain Marvel movies. We're so. going to get, get up inside. So if you haven't seen Strap it. Strap in. Yeah. On? In. All right. So broken Ball. news is coming up. Yikes. Right. <laughs> after these messages, we'll be right back. Fan X returns April 19th and 20th to the Salt Palace. Utah's ultimate pop culture event will feature big-time stars, including Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis from Willow, Zachary Levi from Shazam, Clark Gregg from The Avengers, Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons, guests from The Office, rock legend Alice Cooper, Linda Carter from Wonder Woman, and more. Shop from talented art and merchandise vendors, and then geek out with all your favorite fandoms like Star Wars, Harry Potter, Doctor Who, and more. Don't miss Fan X, April 19th and 20th. Passes and celebrity photo ops are available now at fanxsaltlake.com. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in April at Dr. Volt's. Oh, well, Dr. Volt's is happening to Wasatch Comic Con. I know that. Dr. Volt's will be at Wasatch Comic Con April 26th and 27th. So go down, say hi, meet some comic creators at the free admission 
Wasatch Comic Con at the Valley Fair Mall in Salt Lake. Also happening this month, War of the Realms, an alliance of dark forces from across ten realms led by Malekith threatened to conquer the Earth. Will the combined might of the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, and Wolverine be enough to save the Earth from the Dark Elf and his army? Find out in Marvel's big summer event, War of the Realms, starting this month. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Your hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. I'm there most Wednesdays. We'll see you 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Haster Games at 6831 South State, or you can go to hastergames.com. If you're a gamer, you like to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you're going to love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, but they will buy your pre-owned board games and Magic products as well. Mondays are now board game nights at Haster Games. If you're looking to play some great games with some great people, Monday night is board game night at Haster Games. They have a couple of weekly groups, one playing strategy board games, the other playing more party-type games. Stop on by and give one or the other a try at least. Haster has open board gaming all the time. Feel free to grab one of your games from their 300 games library and just give it a try. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. As they say, it's a great place to stay and play. Haster Games. Hi, this is Carrie from Radio From Hell and the Geek Show podcast. My Geek Show co-hosts and I are excited to be doing our Geek Show podcast live on Saturday, April 27th at 3 p.m. at Wasatch Comic Con, happening at the Valley Fair Mall on April 26th and 27th. Go to WasatchCon.com and check out all of the artists that will be there. And remember, this is a pay-what-you-can event with VIP upgrade options for only 15 bucks. Get your tickets early at the Nerd Store and Resolute Tattoo, Wasatch Comic Con, April 26th and 27th at the Valley Fair Mall. Broken news, welcome to it. Name of the episode is Dill or No Dill. And I'm warning you now, we're going to do the spoiler filled Captain Marvel. Yeah. Movie talk Always coming up. The shit out of it. So, uh, you had your time. You had your chance to turn this podcast <laughs> Shut off. Up. So, all right. Uh, a couple of quick things before we get to the uh, broken news. Uh, 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 announcements. 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 I don't know. Something. I feel like the beginning of school in the PA system. <laughs> Announcements. I don't know how to say words. Um, Geek Show Live. It has been confirmed. Our two. Our two live shows. Uh, one. Friday night at Gracie's, which is at uh, 326 Southwest Temple, just a block away from, from the Salt Palace, Yeah, at 7 o'clock, upstairs. Sounds good. All right. Gracie's. Do they have an elevator? What if I just don't want to walk upstairs? Uh, I, I think they do. They better. I, I, think, I think they have to. I think they have to. What about By a, law. Can a bouncer carry me up? Uh, then Saturday at Fanex in the Salt Palace at 5 p.m. And I don't know which room yet. I know it's scheduled, but yeah. it's a room. Look for us. I know some people like to bring adult beverages to to the latter one. Mm-hmm. Don't do it at the first one. <laughs> Please don't. <Yeah. laughs> Please don't get kicked out for that. 
And then uh, we will be doing a show at Wasatch Comic Con in the Valley Fair Mall, right next door to the Nerd Store, on Saturday the 27th at 3 p.m. Ah, my mall. Yes, your mall. I used to work at the taco place. I think I might be able to do it. All right. Maybe. So, uh, and that's, like I said, they've got a, they've got a room set up right next door to the nerd store. It's, you know, it's an empty mall space and that's where their stage is going to be set up for Wasatch Comic Con. I was going to ask if they're going to let you do the geek show in public, like in the, in the big room. I told them, <laughs> you know, because this, this, the mall. this is in the mall and, uh, it's, it's getting bigger every year. It's uh, really something. And I, cause they said, we'd like you to come out and do the show. And I said, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, not in the hallway, no. Yeah, right? <laughs> and they said, no, 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 we've got a panel space room. That's where we have all of our panels. It's quiet. And I went, oh, terrific. <laughs> it's right in the kid's we're gap. There. <laughs> we're there. <laughs> I've sworn that mall a lot, though. We, we used, I, I, used to, I yeah. used to fight in that mall. Yeah, I think. I mean, didn't Lisa, he just jumped food counters? <laughs> like, that was me. Oh, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that mall has seen its share of swears, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> and then finally this, Shannon, you'll be excited to hear. Yes, that Travis the Pyman has made a Spring Bake uh, 2009 Geek Show sticker, uh-huh. and it is available now. What, what is it? It, it says... Uh, Spring Geek, Break? Yeah, it says Geek Show, but then it says Spring Break 2009 Lake Havasu. Forever! Forever. Forever. Yeah. So you can get that at his, his graphic <laughs> shop on Etsy. It's Pyman Graphics. Uh, so go looking for it, and if your order is greater than $10, domestic shipping is free. He's got a bunch, of, right. he's got a bunch of Geek Show Yeah, do you remember where that out. came from? Yeah, it was those dinosaurs. Dinosaurs from Carrie's birthday party up there. <laughs> was it St. Oh. Regis? Is that where it was? Uh, oh, what were their names? Their name was... Uh, Stein Erickson. Stein Erickson. Yeah. There's so many places up there. But uh, yeah, there's a little toy bin what for... Were they were named after that old... It was Bruce and Dern. Yeah, Bruce and Dern. <laughs> <laughs> well, joining us for Broken News, of course, uh, Shannon and Jimmy, but special guests, Corey and Tui from the Watchtower Cafe. Hey, oh, we're thanks. special. Thanks who, for having us. Who have Thank a little you. something that they want you to help with, and we'll get to that at the end of end of the broken news. So right now, here we go. Do we want to talk about the Joker trailer? I yes. Think yes. I haven't watched oh it Oh, my God. Would you watch it right now? Really? Yeah, go Actually, in the other room and go watch it real fast. Just unbuckle your pants should, now. Should we film like a reaction shot? Maybe we should. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's mostly visual, so, you know. but you I can watch it while we talk about yeah, it. We're yeah, we're going to talk about it while you watch it. Okay. Um, I am all in a hundred fucking percent. I've watched that trailer at least thirty times. It already. looks really good. It's very good. Go- probably going to be very. You know good. what it looks yeah. like? It looks like Scorsese seventies taxi driver style. Mm. Well, and then especially with Robert De Niro, like doing the the big curtain thing on like some kind of it's like a late night talk show thing. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, what what was that film that? Oh, the King of Comedy. Yeah, the yeah. King of Comedy with Jerry Lewis. Mm-hmm. Where Jerry Lewis was the talk show host, and mm-hmm. Robert De Niro wanted to be the comedian, yeah. so I think that this is they're going to maybe do that. Sure. And yeah. what what better way than to cast De Niro? Well, and Scorsese is producing. Oh, is he really? That's why this movie looks the way it does. No wonder it looks very cinematic. That's yeah. It looks so yeah. good. Yeah, there's there's a reason it looks the way it does. Well, I made the post on Facebook. I said, uh, which clown is going to be scarier in 2019, the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, or Pennywise the clown? Uh, from it? <laughs> and uh, I go either way. Warner Brothers fucking wins. It doesn't matter. Amen. <laughs> My only thing is I don't like Joker to have an origin story. Really? See, I yeah. Can, uh, the I thing think, people can be asking about origin stories though, like, and they're like, why do we need it? We, we don't need it. It looks like it's going to be good. Why but the Joker, the Joker is the one that I don't like having. I like him to be someone that just kind of appears. Like, I don't know. You like, like the mysterious agent the mysterious, of chaos. Yeah, and I, I love The Killing Joke. is one of my favorite um, comic books. 
but at the by the end of Killing Joke, you don't know if the origin story that he told is actually really real. Did it really happen? Or? Isn't, isn't that isn't there? There's a quote from the Joker in some famous story where he says, uh, "Some people say this happened to me. Some people say this happened." Yeah, to me. sometimes I remember yeah. it one way. Sometimes yeah, I know that's, that's from it. the Killing Joke. That's from Killing Alan Moore. Joke, right? And he says, "I like the uh, I like to have options." And that's where <laughs> Heath Ledger in in um, in the Dark Knight kind of got that. You want to know how I got these scars? And he kept changing the story. And he lied every time. Every time. And he lied yeah. every time. And I, I like that. But that being said, I'm I'm stoked for this. It looks well, pretty cool. The thing you need to know is that this is not connected to any of the Marvel, any of the DC universe movies. Mm. It's a standalone. It's its own special animal. We probably won't even get a. So it's not. Which that's why I'm glad they're doing that because it's something Marvel's yeah. not doing. Exactly. Yeah. It, this is just a special project. This mm. is a standalone thing. You, you know, Joaquin won't show up in the Justice League or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, can we get more uh, of this then? I, I like, can we get a Poison Ivy movie? And... <laughs> well, uh, I thought I heard that they're they're doing like a series of like really like focused standalone like uh, gritty, stories dark. in the DC universe that don't cool. fit into like the the cinematic. I'm canon. down for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm down. I mean, you and... say origin stories. I, I, I'm with you in a little bit because like being like the Back to the Future fan, like I never really gave a shit where Marty and Doc yeah, became friends. Like, for sure. Yeah. But then that comic Same. book told it, and I was like, all right, cool. Like whatever, I didn't need it. <laughs> but with this one, the origin story wise, the reason I'm into it 100 percent because someone asked that on on Facebook or something, and I said. I, I was like, the reason I'm excited for it for an origin story is because the exploration of mental il- uh, illness oh, into that yeah. is yeah, going to get fucking nuts. I mm-hmm. guarantee you it's going to be so fun. Yeah. And then, are we, are we talking about scenes in that trailer? Can we say one thing? Well, it's out there. I mean, yeah. it's, that's uh, that's Bruce Wayne at the fucking fence. That's what Corey was yeah, telling me. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's I, his fingers I looked in. up the IMDb, like Thomas Wayne's there, cool. yeah. young Bruce Wayne. I, so hopefully they'll kind of dance around like the million mm. Batman origin story. But who who knows? Like maybe... Maybe they're they're doing the Joe Cool, that the Joker was the one that that killed killed his parents. Killed his parents. Killed his parents. <laughs> See, yeah. but that's, if you look oh, at the shit. gate, so he's sticking his fingers in the kid's mouth. Like you know, yeah. but li- so look, look in the bottom left hand corner. The kid's holding flowers. Oh, so what? So the kid he's going to his parents' grave. Oh, I guarantee shoot. you. So he's at a cemetery gate. He's probably telling him to smile. And then, but if you look, so the flowers of the kid's holding it's just barely sticking out of the frame. But then later on, when he's wearing that purple suit and running down the staircase, yeah. and always he's holding those flowers. Oh. So either he gave the kid the flowers or he took, took the kid's flowers. Oh, <laughs> what do you think, Shannon? I, oh man, what's spooky? Yeah. <laughs> then someone said, "Like oh, I, I, I did not give one shit about that movie until now." Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Honestly, I, I didn't give a you. fuck. I, I did not I'm give same one with you. fuck. Yeah. But the uh, well, so I, so the origin story now is he's not thrown into chemicals. He's just thrown into the shitty, into society. society. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Society is the chemical. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm on my way to becoming society. a supervillain. Well, you this see, week, then. You, see him, you see him walking into Arkham on his own. Like, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> well, I think he works. There. I think he was the impression like I got. Maybe, maybe he works or, or he's checking himself in. Could be. <laughs> maybe that's where his therapist is. The one that he's talking to in the beginning. Oh my god. Hard to say, but it looked great. I'm, and I'm so excited. I'm all in for this movie. I'm looking forward to it. Um, mostly what I have for broken news is a lot of casting. Uh, there's a lot of things happening in, uh, in Jimmy's haunt Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back soon. That's right. <laughs> I love that town. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, well, and, and if you stay till the end of this episode, you'll hear an interview with this gentleman. For the Hellboy movie. Yeah. Don't ask Jimmy. He's not allowed to review it yet. I've signed contracts. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, next week, we'll have that for you. But uh, David Harbour, yeah. uh, who is Hellboy in the, in the new movie, is now joining the cast of the Black Widow film. Hmm. Uh, so uh, this, is, this is very... They're not saying any, you know, who they're playing. Any, they're keeping it real quiet. Yeah. 
Uh, that, that movie better have a good trailer too. Yeah. I don't care. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Red Sparrow, I'm all right. <laughs> and uh, Rachel Weisz is uh, in hmm. talking to them about being in it. Uh, so it says here, circling with strong interest. It says in the story here. Um, and uh, it's I'm looking forward to this. It's uh, it's going to be possibly an origin story. I don't I don't need no. I got enough of that from the Age of Ultron. That was plenty. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I'll, I'm up for anything. It's funny to see a divide in Hollywood amongst actors who are like are for these you know giant comic book movies and ones who are against. Like, cause like you said, Rachel Weisz, like she was just nominated for an Oscar last year. You yeah, know, for yeah. the favorite. But then you got people who was it like Bette Midler just came out and was like, <laughs> these are terrible. And it's like, who the fuck cares, Bette? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, an Australian filmmaker, Kate Shortland, is uh, directing, and uh, it's going to uh, start shooting uh, pretty soon. Hmm. So there we go, Black Widow movie. Hmm. No, it's everything's done after Endgame. It's done. <laughs> it's just, it's all over. shut down the studios and everything. It's done. <laughs> Wrap it up. Now I saw we made enough money. I saw Geek Twitter. Oh, well, the ones that I follow anyway were all very excited about the Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. casting looks good. Uh, I don't follow negative people on Twitter, so I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not on Twitter. So, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, so John Cho mm. is uh, starring. In uh, Netflix's live-action take on uh, Cowboy Bebop. I won't bother explaining it to this audience because I think you all know Cowboy Bebop. Uh, the story here is, you know, here's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be for my radio crowd. That's what I... <laughs> There's a corgi. Uh, but uh, Alex Garcia Lopez, who has helmed episodes of Daredevil, Luke Cage, Cloak & Dagger, is going to direct the first two installments. It's a 10-episode series. Uh, Christopher Yost wrote the first episode. Uh, it's got a it's got a hell of a hell of a, a great group of people uh, who are making this. Uh, Cho will play uh, Spike Spiegel, mm-hmm. uh, who is the impossibly cool cowboy bounty hunter with a, with a deadly smile, dry wit, and style to spare. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he travels. I did these show descriptions. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're thinking. Uh, travels the solar system with his ex cop partner Jet, uh, pursuing uh, bounties. Uh, Shakir is uh, see, oh, I, this cut off and it didn't give the, the name of the actress for the first name Shakir is playing his partner Jet Black one of the few honest cops in the solar system uh, and, and again the story cut off their first names Pineda is playing Faye Valentine and I'm going to have to get a new story for this for the radio Shinshiro Watanabe who directed the original anime as a consultant on the show mm. uh, so it's everybody that I talked to about who's a Cowboy Bebop fan said this is great casting Mustafa oh, Shakir cool. Mustafa Shakir. And Daniela Panita. Thank you. There you go. So, yeah, Geek Twitter, the ones that I follow anyway, were very positive about that. They were very happy. Lee especially, he was he was gushing. <laughs> and then we got cleared up on some other casting news with this uh, Suicide Squad movie. Mm. Idris Elba is not playing Deadshot. Oh. oh. That was cleared up. Uh, they, and the, the reason that Will Smith is not in this is is scheduling. And he wants to play the character again, so they're not recasting. Even okay. though what I've heard is that this is a complete and total new take on it. Well, the Dead thing shot is, with, but what's her face is coming back as Marsha Wallace, <laughs> as uh, Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Marsha. It's been a rough Marcia week. Marsha Wallace. Oh, Marcia. <laughs> no, um, yeah, An actress from the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she's coming back. As, yeah, she is Viola Davis. So, but the way. Um, Suicide Squad works is you can just you can have anybody be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the Olympic mm-hmm. basketball team. Yeah. Well, Captain Boomerang is coming back. He's he announced that on Twitter. The actor, the same actor. Yeah, same actor. 
Uh, but uh, they said Idris Elba is not playing Deadshot. He's playing something else, and they're not saying who. Hmm. Oh, and this I- is not a sequel? We don't know. That's uh, don't Everything know that about I read about it said that it was not Every a... Every single suicide, suicide, yeah. suicide Squad movie could be a standalone. Standalone. Movie. Okay. Well, really, there you go. You know what right. I mean? New well, team, different story. They're, they're keeping Jared Leto, too, as the Joker, I think. Hmm. Which Oi. That, I have not heard I hope whether so because I haven't done anything with him yet. I haven't heard <laughs> yeah. whether the Joker's in this one or not. I don't I don't know. I know he's Michael Morbius right now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so god I oh. I don't even think a fantastic trailer could get me interested in that bullshit. I saw some <laughs> I saw some uh, set photos and Yeah, again, we'll we'll see. We'll see, but There's set photos? Set photo, yeah. Set photos. You, you can set see. Photo. What is wrong with me? I you can see talk. set photos of. I'm not even drunk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. You're just having a stroke. Uh, the other <laughs> casting, the other casting that we got is uh, Dave Bautista is a very busy man, and is going to be in that Zack Snyder Army of the Dead uh, zombie movie for hmm. Netflix. Did you see the the kid movie he's doing? What? Yeah. Dave Bautista. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. It looks like bad. <laughs> really? Like, he brings on this little. Gr- it's like. At first, I'm like, what are you doing? And I go, wait a minute. I know exactly what you're doing. You're trying to pull a, a Dwayne Johnson where he did these, like, Tooth Fairy movies and That's shit right. like that. That's right. And he's like, this, he's like a CIA agent, and he takes on this little girl as a partner. It's like fucking Cop and a Half with Burt mm-hmm. Reynolds. Like, it looks exactly. so bad. Oh, I see. Oh. Okay. Well, he is, uh, he is uh, signed on to be one of the leads. The adventure is set amid a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, during which a man assembles a group of mercenaries to take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. So it's it's Walking Dead meets Ocean's Eleven. So is it a zombie outbreak, or is it just Vegas at 4 a.m.? Could be. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. Could be. Speaking of zombie movies, was it Jim Charmouche that's making that? He's, he's got one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing looks amazing. Yeah. And it's... Um, yeah. It's got Bill Murray in it. It's Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Driver. It's got it's got, it's got all got of his. Everybody. I'm so down yeah. for I bet that. Tom Waits shows Jim up. Jim Tom Waits is in it. Is he? Yes. What? Tom yeah. Waits is in What's it. What's it called? Oh, it's called The Dead Don't Die. The Dead Don't oh, Die. Oh man! Yeah. And looks, I think this is I think this is Jarmusch making a B movie zombie movie. So down because the trailer was one of those over the top yeah. old, old style. The dead don't die. You know <laughs> yeah. that, that, that type of thing. <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, look for that. That's uh, that's that's gonna be. Yeah, cool. this, it's got Selena Gomez in it. Cool. Yeah, it's from Tilda Swindon. Tilda Swindon. Yeah, I think it's uh, from Focus Features. If I remember right, they always do like artsy fartsy kind of shit. And like Steve Buscemi. And they they send me the trailer like to my email. And they go, "What do you think about that?" And I just go, "That fucking cast." <laughs> right. Danny Glover. Danny Glover's wow. in there. He's getting too old for this. Iggy shit. Pop. <laughs> yeah, Iggy Pop is the lead zombie. I don't think they had to do much to it. No, that's why they did it. Budget. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, Tom Waits is. I it? think that goes without saying, Iggy. Show up to work without your shirt. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I don't, he doesn't own any shirt. I don't think he owns any shirt. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. Rosie Perez. <laughs> Watch the trailers. It's, it's great. Funny. Uh, then the other casting uh, is apparently uh, Kumal Nanjiani is in talks to star in the Eternals movie from Marvel. Nice. And Angelina Jolie yeah. is in that as well. Yeah. Watch me hold my breath for this one. Well, I, it's, it seems like an interesting choice, but of course we said the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy before it came out. 
Yeah, like, and like I didn't think they could do Shazam, and I just saw Shazam, and it was fucking that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, see, so maybe. And they did all the goofy Shazam shit, so maybe. So maybe they can pull it off. I just don't think anybody cares about the Eternals. I don't think they do, but nobody cares like, about Well, we, we already fucked. We, too bad we fucked up the Inhumans. People, some people actually care about those characters. Uh, well, n- nobody cared about Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, yeah. and then they made us care, so we'll see. I'm, I cared. I'm open for anything. Um, Umbrella Academy has been renewed for a second season, mm-hmm. so if you're enjoying that show... Good for you. Yeah. I liked it okay. It was, it was good. It got better yeah. towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I liked it. And then, of course, the, the big casting news that everyone is talking about. Uh, Vin Diesel is uh, joining the Avatar sequels. He's going to be in them. Oh, good. So. That, they just, <laughs> wow. Yay. Yeah, that makes me even. They're still doing that. Yeah. I hope they can get more unobtainium. Yeah. They're making unobtainium. Fuck. I forgot that. <laughs> I forgot everything about See, that I'm movie. Telling you, that's why I fucking hate that movie. I, wow. I read an article just the other day that said, in a perfect scenario, uh, Endgame could take Avatar out of the yeah <laughs> out of the top spot. I'm like, for the love of God, please! Like, I, you know, I'm sorry. I, like, yeah. people who liked Avatar, you have shitty taste, but you know, it's just, <laughs> it's like it's not a good movie, and it rips off like fucking eight yeah. different movies. Like, it's not a I good. Like, the technology in it's great. I get what you know. That's Cameron's specialty, well, but like, it's not a good fucking I'll, movie. I'll say this: it's the best ride at Disney World. Hmm. It's a great ride. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's terrific. But is, is, is that what you want on your movie poster for your movie? It's a great <laughs> it's ride. It's a great ride. <laughs> the this movie would make a great ride. Turn around, save Fuck your it money. as a movie, though. I um, see you. But the, uh, yeah, four Avatar sequels. And, uh, it's a, and four. four. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, to me, I'm sorry. Like, how fucking cocky is that to say I'm doing four? Oh, they, I hope two fucking bombs. <laughs> are they all going to be like four hours long? I don't know. Oh my goodness! Like I, I hope two ends with like a really big cliffhanger like that, and all oh. of a sudden it's like the end question mark, and like they just never make a third one. <laughs> I'm, and I think I know how Vin got the part is because uh, apparently one of the things that he was telling his actors is that they have to be able to hold their breath underwater for about seven minutes. So Kate what? Winslet, she can mm. hold her breath. She's in there. That's really a requirement. Well, what? that was for Titanic. But oh, <laughs> God. Like, what are you talking? Uh, hey. uh, anyway, yeah. So there you go. Uh, Vin Diesel is in your avatar now, and I hope you're happy with that. But finally, this, and then and then we'll get to Corey and Tui's mm. uh, special request. Um, I just wanted to say uh, congratulations to Captain Marvel mm. for making more than a billion dollars yeah. globally. Wow. You know, fucking awesome. And again, I don't follow negative people on Twitter, but I have been told. That's why you're on Friendster. That's right. <laughs> but I've been told there, there were some negative people out there on Twitter uh, saying that this would not happen. Yeah. And there are still people apparently on Twitter saying, well, Disney bought half those tickets. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't. Ex- they, I yeah. just don't know what their major malfunction is. Yeah. It was funny. I was walking into that movie theater today, and there's basically on the front of it, 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 it just has like two spaces for posters. Yeah. There's basically two Captain Marvel posters out there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what a world. What, what a fucking world. I also kind of wonder, like, how much of those tickets were, like, fuck you tickets to, <laughs> to like, all the incels trying to, like, bury it. I, I, that, I don't... Yeah. Hey, I'm... Uh, take the money, yeah. <laughs> if even if it is a fuck you ticket, take the win. <laughs> I just I love the news that they're saying that for Endgame that you know, well, it could knock out you know Avatar over time, but they're saying predicting right now first weekend eight hundred and fifty million worldwide. Oh yeah, it's going to be huge. And then another perfect scenario is to hit a billion in the first weekend. I'm like, Ooh. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they said it's a long shot, but still, I mean, even eight hundred and fifty, fuck. I mean that it's just insane. <laughs> yeah. And you know, again, I. I 
I flash back to little Carrie reading comic books, reading the Infinity Gauntlet, and saying, that's a movie I'd like to see. Mm. Oh, it'll never be made. Yeah, that'll yeah. never happen. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to happen. And then flash forward, and fucking Stephen Colbert is making Thanos jokes on his monologue, wow. you know? <laughs> it's just not a world that's supposed to exist. No. Nope. You know? It wasn't supposed to. Not in this world. Here we are. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Uh, Corey and Tui, the Watchtower Cafe. People love it. We hope so. Thank you. And so now what is this, uh, what is this uh, thing that we want to talk about here? Well, we've been, um, we opened up about three and a half years ago mm-hmm. uh, with just a weird idea that we wanted to test out and see if people dug it. Corey and I wanted to hang out at a cool place with all of our favorite things like coffee and comics, but there just wasn't any place that existed. No. So we're like, we'll make it ourselves. And um, it's, it's done. We've been doing well. Like people like it. People yeah. like us and they, they hang out. And um, we've gotten to the point where we just inherited an old coffee shop and we kind of moved in and started putting all our, started geeking it out, you know, yeah. putting all of our stuff. Shannon's stuff is on the wall still. <laughs> um, you need to come pick it up, by the way, um, because. We are outgrowing our space, and that, like everything's falling apart. The building sucks. the The roof is old. The, How the come your cool sign garbage. keeps coming and going? Because it, um, the wind knocks it down. Oh, um, <laughs> things like that, and and the furniture is like chairs are falling apart, and equipment needs to be replaced. And so we realized that the only way for us to continue like providing this cool space for the community is to move into a, a newer location and kind of build it up. Uh, the properly the way that it should be no and so um we are asking the community to kind of be part of this this move and this build out with us and we're going to be launching a a crowdfunding campaign uh probably the beginning of may i think we haven't finalized the date yet um but we want to invite everyone to um be part of this and and join our mailing list so that we can announce all the news and upcoming news um for for the upcoming uh, crowdfunding campaign and the move and, and all the events that we're doing. So, so the first thing we should do is, is come and get our shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. If you yeah. have, if you have yeah, donated anything to Watchtower, um, if you don't come pick it up, by, like the move's not going to happen for another six to eight months, but you have about that time to come get your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we're going to sell it. <laughs> um, yeah. But Shannon has like our favorite piece is the the just the Alex Ross Justice League. Um, yeah, the Crisis portraits. on Infinite they're, Earths. They're, yeah. yeah, they're great. Yeah. They're great. Um, I'm probably gonna come get those. Yeah, come get them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we won't sell those. We know. We know they're yours. And then uh, I'm happy to have them there while you're. Um, but I also read like uh, you guys wanted to be like like almost like a, a community center in a way, or, or like have more kind, kind of like kind of like a nice little bookstore. Yeah, that's just a comic book store. You yeah. know. So we're we're also kind of uh, looking to get more comic books in because our our collection is just a little sad right now, and it's uh, really mostly everybody's like spring cleaning donations that they've dropped off to, (laughs) uh, which we really appreciate. We're just uh, um, bursting at the seams with those, but uh, um, yeah, uh, a little bit of community center, so you know writers can kind of come Mm -hmm. and. Uh, talk about their writings, do meetups. Um, we're even going to be selling um, uh, art supplies oh, too. Cool. For, for aspiring comic book yeah. artists. Because we do have, like, we have professional comic book artists from the industry. I won't name any names to protect their like, privacy, but mm-hmm. yeah. we have some, some pretty like, legit comic book artists writing the pages that you read at Watchtower. 
and we want to kind of keep that going and you know um, so how, how do we how do we get on the mailing list then go to uh, watchtowerslc.com and then you can join right there you'll immediately get a 10% off um, your next purchase at watchtower just for joining and we'll be like in addition to getting giving out news we'll be giving out like different discounts and prizes and rewards just for signing up and stuff All right. so so do that right now. You're you're listening at work. You're not working at work. Open up your email and and, yep. and get on this thing. And you yep. guys do cool events there all the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, speaking of cool events, this is the, this is relevant to your interest uh, for Star Wars news. Uh, we booked um, Colin Cantwell, who the, designed the original ships for for Star Wars, like the the Death Star and the X Wing fighters. Really? And all. And he's going to be coming in wow. and doing a meet yeah. and greet at Watchtower in on June sixteenth. A oh, Sunday. that's cool. Very yeah. cool. And he's going to do sign, uh, autograph signings for like 25 bucks, and um, we're going to give some of those away um, so to our mailing list. Will so. he sign a ship? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, he will. Yep. He will sign a ship. Yes, he will. <laughs> Carrie's, Carrie, like, Carrie's looking around. around. Which, Which ship, ship should that be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right oh, oh, yes. Blockade yeah. runner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he'll sign on it, though. It's yeah. a thing. Oh, I got I, the base somewhere. I have a feeling <laughs> that he's he's signed ships before. He probably has a system. Yeah. Oh, the batteries are dead. How sad. No noise from the blockade runner. Help these people out. They're awesome people. That's so it's uh, the, one more time with the website. Watchtowerslc.com. All right. So go there. Sign up right there. Go there, get signed up, and uh, help them out. Re- Terrific. All right. We'll talk more after we turn off yeah. the mic. Mm-hmm. Find out some more details. All right. Uh, anything else before we go? Just interviews galore. Stay tuned. Stay till the end. We got Daniel Day Kim, Ian McShane, Mila Hohovich. Ooh. Uh, and uh, Hellboy himself on the way. And in our next segment, you've been warned, this is the cap. I don't want any complaints, all right? Did you get complaints on the last spoiler one we did? Yeah. Would you would hug it? We warned you! Yeah, 500 times. Dude, I feel yeah. like if you care that much about spoilers, you probably should go see it early. Yes. That's why yeah. I went saw Shazam today. I didn't want, and I'm so spoiler. glad I did. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you did too. There's but a see, thing that happens there. If it would have got ruined for me, I would have been kind of bummed out. But some people consider everything a spoiler. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, yeah. She flew through a ship. Spoiler. Well, it was in the trailer. <laughs> it was in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Anyway, so our Captain Marvel segment and then our uh, celebrity interviews. Uh, Please to enjoy. Cabin Fever has been serving the meek, the geek, and the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. Originally located on the 400 South Block of Portocol, Cabin Fever also has its roots in the old Triad Center, Park City's historic Main Street, and Crossroads Mall. Currently located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one. They say everything old is new again, which is, for all accounts and purposes, the underlying theme of Cabin Fever. From sock monkeys, light brights, magic eight balls, retro lunch boxes, and candy, it's the go-to shop to relive gifts from yesteryear. There's so much more, though. Stop by, tell them Geek Show says hey, talk exploitation shop with Dave, he's good for that. It's Cabin Fever, serving Utah for 37 years. In the heart of Trolley Square, at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Wasatch Comic Con is coming to Valley Fair Mall on April 26th and 27th. Come be a part of our live Geek Show podcast happening on Saturday the 27th at 3 p.m. Our podcast panel is something you don't want to miss. Wasatch Comic Con is a pay-what-you-can event. Go to wasatchcon.com and check out the ticket upgrades 
options, and the huge list of all-star comic creators. Get your tickets early at the Nerd Store and Resolute Tattoo. Wasatch Comic Con, April 26th and 27th at Valley Fair Mall. Go to WasatchCon.com. Fan X returns April 19th and 20th to the Salt Palace. Utah's ultimate pop culture event will feature big-time stars, including Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis from Willow, Zachary Levi from Shazam, Clark Gregg from The Avengers, Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons, guests from The Office, rock legend Alice Cooper, Linda Carter from Wonder Woman, and more. Shop from talented art and merchandise vendors, and then geek out with all your favorite fandoms like Star Wars, Harry Potter, Doctor Who, and more. Don't miss Fan X April 19th and 20th. Passes and celebrity photo ops are available now at fanxsaltlake.com. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work Workout Buddy SLC or email me myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And we are back. Whoa, All is, right. this, is, this, is this salt and pepper? We this set in a mood. <laughs> salt I'm, and I'm, pepper! I'm, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be. <laughs> we're gonna be uh, uh. talking about Captain Marvel, so I got the songs from Captain Marvel. What a mighty uh. good man! Now this is your warning that we're going to uh, talk freely about Captain Marvel. Hey, so Spo- if you have you have not seen it, that's right. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! All right, so we just had we just done. had funeral sandwiches. Oh, oh so okay, everyone, try to uh, stand up. Yeah, <laughs> stay awake. So good. Reach deep down. Maximum effort. Maximum. All right. Where where should we start with Captain Marvel? Um, a hoax. It's all a hoax. It's all, a hoax. all of the box office success. Success. <laughs> Are they saying that? That box office sex is a hoax. <laughs> yeah. It's all a woman. <laughs> Are they really saying that it's not making the I've, money? Yeah, I've heard some of that on the internet. Yeah, I've heard. Are there men Disney's on the buying all the tickets? Yeah. Are there men on the internet? Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bad men specify bad men. Yeah, yeah specifically. Yeah. I just don't get um, I, just I don't, don't understand what the what the problem that they have with it. Is. A woman. <laughs> so there was an interview that Brie Larson did and uh the uh man that was interviewing her uh references the uh why don't you give us a smile? Mm-hmm. From the guy on the motorcycle, yes. and he's like, "That's kind of funny. That was like a reference to like how when the posters came out and you weren't smiling in any of them, how the internet was like, oh, she should smile more.' It's were you guys like predicting the he future?" Didn't... And she says, "No, just uh, really painting a picture about the female experience." He thought that that's what 
Mm-hmm. The smiling was, was yeah. about. He mm-hmm. didn't realize that 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 is a thing that, that women thing. every day endure. Fucking guys say that. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I heard that. I was like, "Who the fuck would ever say that?" Yeah, exactly. For real. It just doesn't make sense. In my I got brain. that at work you guys, yesterday. Uh, I really? see it. I yeah. see it all the time at the the liquor store uh, in Sugar House. Oh, like all the time. They'll be like older guys in there. And they'll be like. You got such a pretty smile, you should smile more. I got it at work yesterday. What? God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Men, so, yeah. uh, you got you to gotta knock that shit off. Well, Come here's, on, guys. Here's another Don't do thing, that, though. Guys. I've had more than one experience. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. You know, because we're out and about, <laughs> and we run into people, and they'll, you know, and we'll mm-hmm. talk to them, and they'll be like, so what'd you think of Captain Marvel? Yeah. And those guys, and I go, ah, it's really fucking good. I really liked it. It and was, like, yeah. Oh, I'm surprised we have such different opinions. What? Yeah, I know. You know, and they're like, I just didn't, like, you know. A three, uh, you know, a two hour raw, raw go women. And I was like, yeah. it's not, not a different yeah. movie. It's than not, me. though. I, I yeah. agree. It's not. It's what, a so, fucking superhero movie. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I took away was um, I had a thought and I talked myself away from it was um, I felt like I needed more proof, more proof that she was a great pilot, more proof that she was a great soldier, more proof that she deserved. Airman. Sorry. That goes to the final line of the like, movie, Ugh. though, where she says, I don't have to prove anything to exactly. you. Exactly. In this movie, <laughs> but this movie, it does exactly that. It just takes a, a character, a person who is already good at what they do, and they don't need to prove that. But we are so used to it in the media as it is, like... I need a woman. <laughs> what proof to me that she can yeah. do She's this? Worthy. Well, I mean, I mean, go back to Iron Man. The way we found out that Tony was a genius was like a what a ten second blurb where it showed him on like mm-hmm. different magazines and stuff like yeah. that. And then yeah, okay, montage. He, okay, he's smart. Yeah. He's smart. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> he's the smartest guy. But yeah. this movie <laughs> treats Carol as a person, yeah. a capable person. Exactly. Well, I hated. Well, I hated how they compared this to uh, Wonder Woman so much. I'm like, those are two, two different. Well, and it's people. like it's like what I've been saying with us and Get Out. Yeah, like, yeah. For the love of God, don't compare the two. No, but it's gonna happen. There is one comparison I will say very quickly. Oh, Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jordan Peele. But uh, um, <coughs> um, uh, Get Out is about two two people trying to harness one soul, and us is about to. Oh, harness. dip. About the other. One soul trying to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm sorry. No, I just. What? 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 What can we say to to guys? You can't. I you guess can't. you can't really. I mean, the only it's, thing you can say is it's no, it's a Marvel movie. It follows the so, same formula that all the Marvel premiere, like so character that's, premiere that's movies. Say, that's what I say is as a it's char- not that as different a, as an origin movie, as a standalone origin movie. It wasn't very good. It was okay, but as a, was, yeah. as, this is a character movie yeah. for existing fans of the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe, and it's gold. I do want. I'll read a thing. Um, read a thing. I'll read a thing. The biggest problem with every single bad review of Captain Marvel coming from a man is that none of them seem to comprehend a narrative that isn't meant for them. Yeah. Oh, they, they see Carol finally breaking free from being gaslighted by the Kree as emotionally underwhelming, never realizing that a climactic emotional showdown with her abuser would be giving him exactly what he wants. Yep. Being in control of her emotions, choosing not to react to a provocation, that's... That's strength most male comic fans don't understand. They see masculine coded strength as the only kind of valid strength. Carol not being angry and putting Jan Grog down in a shonen esque battle doesn't make sense to them because that's not what they would have done. <laughs> they see a woman struggling to work through lies she's been told as bad narrative structure, when in reality the movie was never about building Carol up from nothing, but about her realizing her true potential through seeing past those lies. Carol. Bleh. 
Carol's character arc parallels many women attaining social consciousness, throwing off patriarchal lies they've been conditioned to accept about yeah. who they are and what they can do. Her strength isn't about attaining power, but about embracing her true potential that had been deliberately hidden from her. They see Carol's emotions not lining up with the lies her abusers told her about being too emotional as bad writing or bad acting, never realizing that that was exactly the point. Exactly. They only understand defiance as impassioned, outward battles of will and pride, not understanding that quiet, steadfast refusal to bend to others' designs of who you should be is strength, too. Brie Larson was absolutely right. Carol's story is not for men, and nothing proves that more than all the fanboys who didn't understand uh, didn't understand it throwing fits on the internet. I mean, well, frankly, she, ain't, she yeah. ain't got time. You know what? Because she ain't got fucking time for that shit. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's one of those things where you, you, you can... You can yeah, it, it, it is a will and pride thing because it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like we're taught you fight this shit out. Fighting takes time. Mm-hmm. You got to train for the fight. You got to fight. And then that's 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. And then it's just like, but why? You know, like Goku's a fucking asshole. I'll be the first to say it. Goku's a <laughs> fucking asshole because he trains. He lets the world fucking in. Also, he can fight the strongest guy when all he's got to do is just, I don't need to do this shit. I'm, I'm fuck. I'm, I'm badass Goku. That's, I wish, I wish, that's, I love the ending and how, like, she just walked away. I was like, I don't need Yeah, this when shit. Jude Law's like, debate me. And she's like, <laughs> nah. no. He's like, I've got shit to that's do. Exactly, yeah. That's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, I love yeah. I yeah. love that. I, um, I loved it. I lo- like we and we were all in. We like basically we sat uh, next to mm-hmm. each other. Like we were, uh, PJ was in between us, but it was just like we, you and I both were squeeing for completely different reasons yeah. at, at some points. But like it was, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. every time I see it, uh, there are, there are different moments for me as like a female watching it and as a comic book fan watching mm. it yeah. than yeah. like the standard male Marvel Cinematic Universe character watching sure. it. Sure. Well, and, and, and the character, uh, if, 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 you, if you've read comics at all, you know that she not only belongs in this universe, but she should be a bigger part of it. Yeah. And I think she will be. I think so, oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, well, Kevin Feige says that she leads Phase 4. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, oh, like, go terrific. look, go look right. at Civil War 2. I mean, in the comics, well, go back and mm-hmm. read Civil War. Like, yeah. In the second one, she's kicking everybody. Well, Shannon and I have talked about this, and I mean, it's not a spoiler because we don't know 100%, but uh, I think she's taking Cap's spot. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. That's, oh, our, I, yeah. that's our new I captain. Think so too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about the marketing of that. We've got a new captain in town, or, you know, I mean, yeah. shit, it writes itself. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, I think but be... also, like, it gives her a reason to Bucking come Falcon back. Pissed. Like, because I watch Infinity War maybe once every other week, <laughs> and um, th- I watched it the other day for the first time since watching Captain Marvel. Oh, I need to do that. And during the end credits scene where I had been misinterpreting it, I guess, because Nick Fury says call control code red. And he's not referring to code red as calling Carol Danvers. No. He's calling cold code red as call whoever Marie and I are working with. Cause yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then he, you know, decides to call Carol, but she doesn't just come to earth because Nick called. She comes to Earth because half of the refugees she was helping suddenly disappeared. Yeah, yeah. that's it's true. The universe it wasn't just Earth. That's true. And so she gets a call from Nick Fury at the same time. She shows uh, up like, "What the fuck yeah. is happening?" Can't yeah. be coincidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And like, let's talk about the friends that she was helping. Uh, yeah, you mean I gotta sympathize with scrolls now? Yeah, oh, like that. <laughs> that now let's, I honestly, well, let's, I honestly well, did not see that coming. Okay, let's, honestly, let's talk about that. That was one. 
and a lot of comic geeks are having a problem with it. Me, I was actually thrilled to yeah. have a surprise. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Because Me too. all of us... If it we, needed a well, surprise. If you read Marvel Comics at all, you know... You can't trust a scroll. Can't trust yeah. a, you, you still know. I, I still say you can't trust them. Yeah, build a, you got to well, build a wall against them scrolls, man. Well, and that's the thing. People are bending over backwards to come up with theories about oh, the the scrolls that Marvel and Carol were helping, they're they're like a weird sect of of normal scrolls. There are still bad ones, and everyone are like people are trying to bend over backwards well, to create I, bad I, scrolls. I was going to say, I have no evidence of that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So, yeah. until well, that happens... I, mean, I, oh, say, well, the thing I do, is, I do. <laughs> but people, <laughs> people trying to, to def, you know, defy what they did on that screen, you know, great, you still have the original source material that you read, you yeah. know, it's still there and whatnot. But and then I get, you know, when people are like, well, why'd they do it this way? Well, if you want to do it something different, if you want to do it, how about you go, you know, learn how to make a fucking film, talk to Kevin Feige and say, I have an idea. Well, I just would love to talk to Kevin Feige. Like, here's the thing is, like, as a comic book movie, they took Kelly Sue Sue DeConnick's run and plucked it from page and put it on screen. It was a perfect interpretation. Now, I I didn't read that run, so it's pretty damn close, right? It's not that it's close. It's a great representation. And, like, Kelly Sue DeConnick was a consult on the film. Yeah. And... So her whole tone and her whole vibe is there. Oh, good. There are elements of the comics, like right down to the refugee crisis, that are uh, in the movie. Really? And, and, yeah. and that was in the comics, too? Yeah. There's, oh, now see, I need to read these. Yeah. Right. Oh, man, they're so good. Um, but like, just her whole... like. Well, I don't even know where to start. There's just so much. Go, you go. You like go. honestly, I fell in love with the scrolls, and like I was taught, you know, we all were taught. Yeah. Scrolls are bad. Well, yeah, scrolls are bad. And I, and they I, are bad. Here's the thing, though. Like <laughs> space walls. Let, I, I still like even until you guys just said that, I still thought I, in the back of my head, this is an offshoot scrolls yeah. well, group of scrolls. Scrolls, but I now agree. that I think of it, they have given us no reason to think that the Cree. Aren't the bad guys but, even in uh, uh, Agents of Shield? The Kree are the, the bad guys. Kree, well, and, Kree have been established as bad the guys. bad guys. Yeah, yeah. well, and in I Guardians, mean, fuck, yeah, and in Guardians, Guardians. Uh-huh. I didn't Fucking even. Ronan is running around. Fuck! I didn't even shit think about. Up. I didn't think. I didn't connect those yet in my yeah. brain until just now. Well, it, and and it's just again, I'm not complaining that this villain that we've been taught in the comics all this time is always not to be trusted. I sat there till the end of the movie, going, "Yeah, something's gonna. Yeah, there's gonna be a double cross. It's gonna, still yeah. it's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same. I, I still, yeah, that, that, but, that but, fucked me up. And it didn't bother me when it didn't it happen. Did. It was. Cool. I was thrilled yeah. to have a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, but same. I think it's also like a really great lesson mm-hmm. in that you know, in the comic books, scrolls are always the bad guys, but in the movie, they have been presented as the bad guys, but that's not necessarily the case. And that may be kind of a stretch, but you can apply that thought process to everything in your life. Yeah. Maybe you disagree with someone on the internet, you think they're evil. Maybe well, yeah, they're we, there's, not. A, there's yeah. so much infighting. I mean, you can see it on the internet where where people are on the same side and they're still infighting. You're like, oh man, damn it, this is. But I don't know. Like, I really loved that little plot twist. I was like, oh, I was, mm-hmm. well, see, I was because well, we, well, because I mean, and honestly, it was it was nice because in this in this movie we don't get a big bad. You know, there's. Do I mean do yeah, we? Kind of. Uh, I guess it's um. It would be. I mean, it's Jude not Law. a universal Jude big bad. It's yeah. like Carol's. Yeah, yeah. Carol's. Yeah. Big it's yeah. her yeah. personal yeah. big bad. But yeah, yeah, it's her personal. But yeah, but it's just like because you're thinking. You know, yeah. she, she could she could flick him, and he's like done. You know, yeah. it's 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 not the universe at stake. Yeah. it's it's it is it is Carol's personal. Right. Universe it's a, it's at a, stake. You know, yeah, I think that's where the fanboys had a had a yeah. hard time with it. It was because with someone so powerful. And you're thinking when you think 
just immediately off the top, you're thinking strength-wise. So you're expecting mm-hmm. some physical fucking, you know, this is this is Marvel's basically Superman. So you're, we're expecting some, like, she's going to have to crack Zod's neck or some shit. <laughs> and, and so they're expecting that battle. And then when they get this, like, yeah, I don't have time for this shit. Bye. Yeah, I don't have to prove anything to you. Fuck yeah, off. and like, and so... <clears throat> Did she, Some I, could see it as anticlimactic. I, I still like it. It's been a couple, of, I think over a month since I've seen it, and she blasts him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but he like he still lives, and she sends right, him, right. She well, sends that's him back what to I mean. Holla. Like, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She says, "Tell him because he's like, she, debate me. I'm yeah, so yeah. fucking proud of you." Yeah, they did. Uh, Indiana <laughs> yeah. Jones was same thing. Out of uh, was it uh, the yeah. second Indiana? Oh, the first Indiana Jones. Yeah. Where he's like, mm. yeah, just see, pistols. It goes back to what I think with and the <clears> the Russo brothers. And, you know, like you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with changing something from the source material. Yeah. You know, make not. it good, make exactly. it worthwhile. Yeah. Don't it's, well, a new, sure, dude. it's a yeah. new medium. Because Tell a different story. It was so cool. Well, I mean, they you, still used elements of the comics, so you still have Marvel. Mm-hmm. You still have like the Supreme Intelligence, which, yeah. by the way, right. I just want to take credit. Because everyone was like, it. who's Annette Benning going to be? Yeah. And I'm like, she's either a gender-swapped Marvel or a representation of the Supreme Intelligence. And I got both. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah. And she was great. She's only in the movie for like eight minutes. I just, she, yeah. just but she it. kills it. Yeah. I don't get why people would be so upset, though, by sitting in the theater. Like, you know, like, if, if they know the source material so fucking well like that, it's like, great. So you just want to be like, yep, that's exactly how it was. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Don't you want to have a little exactly surprise what in your life? Exactly. But before we get away from the scrolls, though, I have to say, just because I think he stole the show from everybody yes. in that movie, it's been Mendelsohn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was so cool to see him not play a bad guy. <laughs> well, because you thought he was going to be a, exactly no, like you think he's going to be a bad. Yeah. yeah, and then like there's a, there's a moment on the when they when they rendezvous on the ship, um, and he sees his fucking family. Oh yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Like yeah. I'm like it was emotional because awesome. yeah. I was like, oh shit! Like and then and then you start relating this to, you know. Pl- well, it's happening now. Political climate. Pe- so, people being separated yeah. from their families. Yeah. yeah. And what's so great, watching it again, knowing that the scrolls are just trying to live. Yeah. Right. It gives the movie like a whole new vibe. Yeah. And it, it was his a- character in general for me was the thing that kind of changed the whole tone of the movie. Yes. Because if you watch, at least when I was watching it, the impression I got up until they started doing more with him was it was kind of a much more serious movie. Yeah. And well, he's kind why- of the first like. More well, comedic human yeah. character. It's when she's hanging upside down. Yeah, and he starts messing with her mind. Like exactly. That. But he starts like the way he's interacting like with his, you know, um, you know, his crew. Yeah. You're like, but this not, is not even th- that because in the tr- in the previews, Jan Rog is painted as like a you're not good enough, like you'll never be good enough, Carol. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, they're friends and they have like a really friendly rapport. Right. Yeah. And so that's why I think Marvel's really leaning into fake and misleading. Previews and God Ob- bless him for it. Yeah. Obfuscation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. Obfuscation. What? Well, because you, you said it. how it ruins movies. I mean, if anything, and I know Shannon, I've had this conversation. Is that I mean, God, comedies especially. Uh, trailers. When they use all the good oh, oh my god! Yeah. You'll see a, you'll see like the punch on you, like and you start seeing it come up. You're yep. like, like, oh, that car's gonna explode. Perfect. Okay, uh, I'll yeah. see you in 15 minutes. The remake of vac- Vacation. You yeah. saw every they ruined that that whole fucking movie. That yeah. movie and it was so funny. And was they good it. and yeah. they ruined it with the trailer. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. the trailers. I'm, trailers. Yes. There's like five of them. So right. I'm all for Hulk running in Wakanda, and I'm all for like everything that you know. I mean, who gives a shit if if you're sitting there it's like, oh shit, that's not how it was in the in the trailer. I'm not gonna yeah. like, ah, one well, star. I mean, let's think no, about it. The whole point of a tra- whole point of a trailer is to get you excited for the movie. Yeah. And yeah. if it gets you excited for the movie, but it's not the same as what it was in the trailer, who yeah. cares? They who, got you excited. Who for at the this movie? table didn't shit their pants when they saw all them running at the camera? Yeah, in Wakanda. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then when it happened the way it did, you're still like, hell yeah! I was still, I was still, I was yeah. still with it. Mm-hmm. Like I and and um, 
another thing that, like, I was losing my mind o- over Captain Marvel just from an Air Force point. Like, oh, the, yeah. Like, I, my Air Force buddies, we fucking loved this well, movie. Well, I, was, I, I think I was telling you after, yeah. after the movie is that uh, with the first Avenger, Captain America, mm-hmm. they leaned in with the Army because mm-hmm. they knew that, you know, they were going to need the Army's help. Yeah, yeah. And the Army helped. And they, the army saw recruitment after First Avenger go yeah, yeah. up, and they were predicting the same thing with uh, with Captain Marvel with the Air Force yeah. because they the Air Force leaned in and helped out, and they cooperated, and they're expecting a, a, a oh, jump in yeah, recruitment. Yeah, PJ and I were joking about that after the movie. We we're like, "Where's all of our Air Force propaganda now?" Yeah. And there was an ad that yeah. was like, oh, yeah. "Well, like we'll see." And this is a fun fact that no one like. Me and Mongo, shout out to Mongo Stuart Lloyd. Uh, uh, we we caught we caught this, um, in well any any Air Force guy will will recognize when when uh, what's her uh, the daughter, Monica. Her, yeah, Monica is giving that T-shirt. That's a Hap Arnold logo, like a Hap Arnold. Um, mm, I forget, mm. He's a he's a uh, he's a general in the Air Force, and so that logo. That's where it's all inspired well, you, from. Well, you told me after the movie, it says go home and Google Hap Arnold. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, and I just lost my mind because they like that Marvel would think. Because I was, I was curious how they like when they showed her in her Kree uniform. I was like, okay, how are, where is she going to get this where red, get this red, colors? yellow? And I was like, so and then I saw that shirt, and I was like, that's a Hap Arnold shirt, and I was like. No fucking way! It's kind of like a Air Force cultural deep cut. Yeah, it's a it, bit. It, it, and and there was, um, I mean, just to see fighting falcons, like you, you see F sixteens out there, and like because it, it, it's nice because you know when you when you constantly think fighter jets, you're thinking the F fourteen Tomcat, but it's like it's rare when you get to see an F fifteen Strike Eagle or F sixteen uh, fighting falcon. Like okay, Tomcat is Navy, fifteens mm-hmm. and sixteens those are Air Force, and so like it for me like I was just like there was so much uh, Air Force shit in there. <laughs> yes. So like, how, like do you feel like there was a good amount, or do you wish there maybe was more? What I love the most was the the the, the Air Force that we did see was all women basically you know because oh yeah if you look in the background of yeah. like when she's on the tarmac it's yeah. all women yeah and it and it was just it was nice to see that because i mean if you look across the boards for military numbers and this is just old statistics that i'm gonna spout off but air force leads amongst amongst all branches with as far as uh recruitment with women at at one point it was like nineteen percent really of the air, of the air force this is like a two thousand ten this is these are, so it's some older numbers yeah but, but like oh I bet it goes but up it, but I bet it, it yeah. goes up with this movie but it's just like it's just nice to see that this movie really gave a shit to yeah. really cater to its audience I mean like yeah. if, if, if for those for those fellas out there that didn't get all this movie yeah it's not really for you for like <laughs> you know like. To my white friends that see Get Out and be like, that was a good movie, and and but I I missed a lot of parts. And I'm like, that's okay. It's 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 okay that you don't get certain parts. Do your homework. Look a little bit into it. To 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 my white friends that didn't get Black Panther, it's okay that you didn't get it. There's there was a lot of shit in there for us. I we'll explain it to you later. And you I was say I don't I don't get white people who didn't get Black Panther, and I don't get guys who didn't get Captain Marvel. Yeah. Because clearly they're not fans of superheroes. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's got one something... less thing that they can gatekeep. Exactly. And because they aren't able to get it, how are they going to keep it for themselves? And, and again, these, and these are the same guys who I, I will see them saying, 
I've been reading Marvel Comics for years, and I want to say, no, I don't think you have, because as we've said on this show many times, Stan Lee has had a liberal agenda from J- day one. Mm-hmm. The the X-Men are social justice warriors. Malcolm I mean, and Martin, dude. Exactly. And uh, so I don't see, I, I can't figure out your disconnect. There's something else that is stopping you. I think it... From enjoying these these uh, projects, I think it's yeah. just we're looking at guys who were just raised on Superman and Captain America and just took it to heart. They just they they just mm, I don't think that's it. <laughs> really, I really don't. I, I think it's I think it's an experience with. I think it's a cultural <laughs> females and, and mm-hmm. uh, people, people of color. color. But I think that's honestly it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, but yeah. that I think that's what makes those. Because do we really want to just like. Do we really just want to go into every movie and it's just a fucking beat em up? I mean, like, like Streets of Rage Four is coming that. out soon, and like I'm really excited about that. But it, which, <laughs> is just, which is just a beat em up game. Yeah. And do we just really just want to see punching, punching, punching? Like, I like the fact that that well, T'Challa was able to like, I like the fact that T'Challa was able to overcome it like a cultural thing. Yeah. And go and and Killmonger. It was like there was yes. layers to it, and I like to see that Captain Marvel was able. To overcome her suppressor with a different route, other than than there's other ways it's, to solve problems. It's than emotional violence. work. Non-violence. It's emotional well, work, and I don't want to do but it. But that's just it. It's <laughs> that's ex- no, that's exactly that's, it. that's yeah. exactly it. But that's the thing is that you know I see Carol, and I was told I can't do things when I was young, and yeah. I fought it, and I relate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it should end there, guys. Well, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you for me a lot of it. Like like it, it takes work. Yeah, uh, and it took. You know, like I, I've never been like racist or sexist, or I didn't think anyway, right? <laughs> and and it took me going to a liberal arts college for four years, and working uh, in a in a bar, not in a bar. <laughs> no, uh, working where I've worked for ten years. Oh, and so, then going and then going the to set. press screenings with me, and then yeah, they go <laughs> press screenings with Jay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so it's it. I just. You know, she's a she's a human being with thoughts and feelings, and is relatable, and that's why you should be embracing but this she's, character. She's also so incredibly relatable. She, yes, that's what I love about the representation of Carol Danvers because you see it. Not maybe just because I'm a fanatic. There's a shift that I watched throughout the movie. So in the very beginning, when she's um, like a Kree soldier, and she's sarcastic, and she's flawed, and she's impulsive, like mm-hmm. that shows. A human being, and then for the majority of the movie, when she's confused and she's lost, she uh, is very kind of stoic and not as like sarcastic and funky mm-hmm. as she is in the beginning. But then mm-hmm. at the end, when she finds her groove again and decides this is who I'm going to be, she's spunky and sarcastic again, and so you can kind of see her character in it. Um, That's the real name of the movie: is how Carol got a groove back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot what my original point was. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's not your you fault. You guys are still missing a character. No, we're, st- we're talking about what we could easily go into fucking... With goose. Uh, well, Goose, yes. Well, uh, <laughs> I, w- I was going to bring up Samuel Jackson. The and, and, uh, um, I don't get the fascination with Goose. <laughs> I really don't. Well, here's the thing. I just have to say this because I did get into an argument. <laughs> I said an argument just on, you know, on Facebook or whatever like that because someone said they thought it was very stupid how Nick lost his eye. And I was well, like, and people uh, get really upset because like that scene in Winter Soldier means he's like, nothing. Yeah, because he's like, the last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. That's like, yeah, it's a direct quote. Well, well he, he trusted Goose. He trusted yeah, he Goose. Yeah. Goose oh, was, I remember. Goose saved the planet by taking the Tesseract. But yeah. what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, someone said, you know, oh, it wasn't you know, heroic or anything like that. It was just kind of a joke. And I go, here's, so? the, here's the thing. If he just lost that like, in a battle, right? He got shot or someone, you know, mm-hmm. cut him or something like that. 
great. You, that's what happened, and it moves yeah. on, and no one gives a shit about it anymore. I go, but what you're doing is exactly what Marvel yeah. wants you to do. You're still talking about that yeah. cat scratching his eye. Yeah. yeah. And I go, and that's exactly what Marvel wants you to do, is right when those and, credits are over, you're still here talking about and, it. And is it him losing it in a battle, lazy writing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what I think. Well, and he and, has the opportunity to keep it a dark mystery. And then, yeah. I say, I and then gonna, I'd lie about it, too, if I lost it such well, a stupid yeah. I, mean, I was going to say this. That's Nick Fury 101. I mean, he's not going to tell you what really happened. Even Coulson's like, is it true that the Kree burned it out? And he's like, I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's, a, he's a professional bullshit artist. I lost this shit back in Cambodia. <laughs> or I lost this shit in the craps game in Baltimore. You know, like, it's just like, he's, he's fucking Heath Ledger with it. You want to know how I got these yes. scars? Yeah, yes. you know, yeah he exactly. He bullshits his way around. Well, he, yeah. I mean, he's the head of S.H.I.E.L.D., the professional bullshitters. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's what they do. I think I, it was, so. that's the only way you could do it and, and have it work. And that movie, when they get... They're, the relationship between Fury and Carol was, oh, was really good. It was great. one of the mm-hmm. best yeah. things. It was, like, it was like Lethal Weapon to me. It was, yeah. it was this buddy cop thing that was happening. Yeah, yeah. And then to see um, uh, Clark Gregg. Yeah. Young again. Morrissey. Yes. Yeah. Like, Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and then just all the throwback, uh, the, the 90s throwback yeah. was just great. And Nine Inch Nails and, you know, Blockbuster Video. And oh, I don't know, though, that Street Fighter Two cabinet actually came out in 1995. Yeah. When here, the film actually takes place is 1994. Can you believe that? <laughs> <Come> <laughs> on. I saw a whole list of this shit. Yeah. Shut so the fuck up. So here's my question. When did the crash happen? Because I was born April 1989. And if Carol... Disappeared in 1989, maybe. I'm oh, Captain I like that. She, <laughs> but she returned. But she returned in 1995 or four. 95. Which four. Which okay. like, I was I was like really happy with that, just because like that's the golden era of hip hop, and so it's just like <laughs> I like the fact that like Carol returns just in time to hear Wu Tang Clan. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's just like yeah, oh, but then she's only there for like five minutes. It don't matter. She was like. What? No, yeah. I saw a whole list of probably about at least 20, 30 things. It's like, well, actually, the timeline oh, says this. Oh, fuck you. What, she wouldn't my, be able uh, to listen to Nirvana because Nirvana came out. <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up. Fuck you. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes in the movie was when they uh, put the CD in the computer. Oh, my God. To oh. the audio. And, and she's like, like, what is happening? What's it doing? It's loading. It's loading. <laughs> <laughs> but see, as as I was watching final, <laughs> the final scene, the, the battle in space, I was watching it, and I, I thought of Shannon. And I thought to myself, you know who should be really pissed right now? Superman fans. Yeah, oh yeah. No. I hear, because, I hear because so the, much of this. She gave she that spaceship an enema. She <laughs> just she just did it, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. if Superman had done that in the movie, then it might have been exactly. She was more you know, Superman than Superman. She, it was, was. It, it was like it was like watching it was like watching Superman and Goku just like right in front of you. Yeah, because she like ah, and then. And then once, but there's all these different theories now. Well, they had, and obviously this movie was it, it ties the Marvel universe all together. But they did have to kind of retcon some stuff, like from Thor, because they were talking about how Thor was like the first contact that Shield had ever made with a, with an outside. And it, it, they're calling it Shield, whereas in the first Iron Man, he's yeah. like, "We're the strategic homeland." Blah right, blah right, blah right. blah blah. We're working oh, on yeah. it. So there's a little bit of stuff that's going to be retcon, but who cares? I mean, yeah, like, yeah who cares? Right. And like th- now they're saying, but again, Shield, they are professional liars, right? So they may have lied about their first alien contact, exactly. And tech, you know, so which is good, whatever. Intel. Yeah, exactly. Um, but now there's there's like this uh, the Thanos theory that Loki was was alerted by Captain Marvel's presence and this was like that's why he originally came and all this stuff and 
and like he sacrificed the tesseract and the the scepter, the mind stone, yeah, uh, to get one more. Like it was like he, I don't know. Yeah, like it, it's crazy. It's a huge it's reach. A sorry, about, sorry about that. But I mean, yeah. like, um, I don't, I don't know. I'm I, excited to see because the Russo brothers have even like said like we don't want to have the Superman problem. We don't want to have a character who's all powerful mm-hmm. that can just fix everything with a swift kick of her boot. Can't she phase too, like like vision? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I thought no. okay. I'm, I don't think so. No, because she. Oh, I'm thinking of um, what's her uh, photon. Yeah, photon. And then which we also basically there's she's she's in that movie. She's in that. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. her best friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, no, it's the little girl. Little yeah, girl. Well, the Monica, little girl. Yeah. I still yeah, well, yeah. okay. Yeah, photon. And then but I also like I wonder if they're she 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 looks like Riri. <laughs> yeah, know? but. I know there's lots of little black mm. girls. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I got cousins. They, they, didn't, they didn't allude at all to her being a genius or anything like that. They, they kind of did. No. Yeah, she's smart. Now <laughs> she had a cool T-shirt. <laughs> uh, any, anything else before we wrap this up? Because uh, um, anything you want to add? She's flawed and she's perfect. <laughs> she doesn't have a handle on her powers. She like falls over. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? It's really good. Just like you would, you assholes. And also, <laughs> the Avengers named after a woman. Get over it, you dicks. That's true. That's why I'm not going to see Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Well, I, I got this from Sean Lowry in Chubbuck, Idaho. Yeah, yeah. Wait, am I supposed to play the letters theme? No, this isn't a letter. Oh, that's a card. Okay. okay. This is a card. Oh, doesn't count. It well, it has a letter. Ah, but, uh, Carrie. But it's no, a card. Don't, don't worry. No, it's, it's more it. of a card. Letters. Don't worry about it. Sometimes, yo, letters. Right. Uh, sometimes we get letters. Uh, just uh, to answer uh, them. No, I'm not even doing it now. <laughs> to uh, to everyone, I just want to say thank you for having Cody on the show last month. It uh, felt great to have someone achieve something on his bucket list. Cody wanted to come and see, uh, come to the basement. So I thought I would send you a Captain Marvel card because it popped out to me and it caught my attention. I also wanted to say that all of you have had a positive effect on my life and acted as heroes to me. I discovered you guys at the first Salt Lake Comic Con in 2013. Since then, I've had some hardships. My goddaughter's mom died. My father was killed. And my sister-in-law was killed in a motorcycle accident by someone high on meth. Wow. I've also had many other friends and mentors pass away as well. Uh, Throughout all this, you have all made me laugh and have a more positive outlook. You have supported me in many ways, and I have supported you by going to shows, eating Lee's full Whitaker nachos, Mm. going to Jay's shows, buying books for Shannon's students, uh, etc. But the past few months uh, have not been all bad. Uh, I got married for the first time. Congrats. I got an amazing job. Met my brother who was adopted out when he was born. Congrats, congrats. So, uh, unfortunately, I will not be at FanX in the spring, but I will see you in September. Uh, Love you all, Sean Lowry. Thanks, Sean. Uh, So, way to go, Sean. But I want to give this to Rebecca. Oh, no. I've seen this. This is rad. This is really cool. This is a Captain Marvel Uh card. cool. And then you and open, you it. open it up. Shut the fuck up. And it's a pop up. It's a pop up. Awesome. Oh, no. That's pretty cool. Oh, is it, uh, my first thought was I looked at her butt. Is that... <laughs> right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. So I want you to have See, that. I looked oh, at her personality. <laughs> so there you go. Thank What's you. What's that Sean. tab do? Don't pull. We don't talk about the tab. Oh, it's got oh, a. I think that's just that's yeah. just a note. Too. Oh, that's so you can uh, yeah, yeah. It's put a message a, in the it card. Says, it says thank you to you guys. All right, we'll, do, oh. we'll we'll take the note. We'll give the card to give the card. Take to the Rebecca. note. Leave the card. <laughs> take the cannoli. Oh. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no problem at all. Oh my god. Thanks, so Sean. Are we uh, are we good? Uh, movies, games, everything, anything? Let's yeah. find out. All right. 
if he does anything. I feel like and and again, uh, guys, if you're if you're letting your guyness get in the way of enjoying Captain Marvel, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, just All right. chill out. Yeah. yeah, I think like one of my most favorite <gasps> things about the movie was not just the movie, but my fiance gushing about it afterwards because I was like, oh, not open. <laughs> well, okay, real 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 thing. Like yeah. I just, I'm kind. I just have a. A, a question to pose because like her powers essentially came from the Tesseract yes mm-hmm. yeah so that being she could could she I think maybe shut down one of the that the space stone she might maybe because because in, like she has a connection to it yeah, if well, that's what you're saying it's like maybe. it's like because vision has a connection to the mind stone mm-hmm. um strange has I, a connection I, to the time stone yeah, but, but Scarlet they all gone but he's know, gone but yeah. Scarlet Witch also has a I think Scarlet Witch also got. I think she has a, con- but yeah, but if they if they're able to unsnap, and I think I I personally think Scarlet Witch has a uh, has a connection to the Reality Stone because the Aether is red oh, yeah. and her powers mm. are red. And okay, they change we'll that. We'll so, see. Like, Could be. I, I'm wondering if like their powers that that they came from will be able to shut down certain stones. We will know. know in a week or so. Yeah. All right. That's Ooh. some. That's that. That's a, a Jay Whitaker original theory. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Games, movies. Who wants to go first? Option K. Mine's fast. So I'm fast too. Let's see. It was my. I call it. I'm gonna have. Hopefully, I have one a year called my uh, Jackie Chan moment. Yeah. So last year's uh, was a uh, Welcome to Marwin, which was uh, Steve Carell, but it was Robert Zemeckis that was partnered with them. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's out on DVD and Blu-ray right now. You can check that out. Some people oh, like it. I, I liked it more that. than most people, but I think it's just I have a conflict of interest with Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> so, uh, and the other thing that just kind of popped out, and I because it was just recommended to me actually by uh, Kiki, uh, My Hero Academia: Two Heroes. Um, Blu-ray. Yes. She was like freaking out about it. No, on, uh, she loves. She it. loves. Yeah. It. Everyone no. watched it. I never seen it, dude. It's 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 so great. I was telling her actually. I, I said I'm trying to figure out what to watch, and she suggested that. And I go, Meh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Should say bring your copy over Hipster and let's watch nonsense. it. Nonsense. <laughs> uh, games. Uh, well, there's a couple of games coming out that I've never heard of, and uh, one called Super Dragon Ball Heroes. It's a, a new Dragon Ball game, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I haven't heard of that one either. No, but. Yeah, that's it for this week. We're hitting a kind of a slow period before the summer games when start does, up. When does Streets of Rage four come out? I have to look it up. I did don't you, know. But did you see the new footage that dropped for it? Is it still <laughs> no? I didn't. Is it still two D or they? Yeah, going? it's still two D, and you, but it's it's still like this. For those who remember Streets of Rage, it's 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 just a, it's a classic side scroll beat 'em up. Yep, and it's. And it looks fluid, and it's still got that same vibe. And uh, it, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to play we'll it. Check mm-hmm. that out. All right. I, I got one more, just a, a yes. local company, just because they helped me out recently, and, and I know I think half the people at this table have actually had work done on, on there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> good old Excel Automotive. Fuck yes. Yeah, they are really good people, and so and, I've and got, they will not rip you off. No, man. no, they're super nice. I had some issues with my car, and like it was making this rattle underneath. I thought I was just going to fall through the floorboard. <laughs> just like oh, I'll see you guys later. Uh, but no, they they helped me out, and so I just wanted. Uh, they're on what? It's thirty third south, thirty third south, and thirty east on uh, in Salt Lake. Yeah. I'll check them so out. Go check them out. Excel Automotive. No, I will. Oh. I will never take a car anywhere else. No, yeah. honestly, we bought. I, I ran uh, into you there. Yeah, when, the last time I was there. We. I feel bad that because I go in there like maybe once a month with a new car, and they're like, "Oh hi," and we bought an electric car, and I called them, and I'm like, "Can you guys like look at it?" And they're like, "Yeah, we guess." And so, like, we, <laughs> we can look our, at. It. We're not going to do anything to it. Yeah, they're like, so. They're like, there's nothing like we can really look at. I'm like, yeah, I just want to make sure that you that it ha- goes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the textbook term? Yep. Are these wheels still round? Yeah, basically. And they're Let like, they're like, yeah, the tires are bald and there's some damage here, but yeah, but like every every other car, they've been 
awesome. They're the right, last I'm... honest mechanics in town. It's true. Apparently, right. I'm not very good at my game job because I needed to scroll up. Oh. There are some more games. <laughs> there are games? <laughs> I, right. was, I was wondering. This goes both ways? I, f- I forgot what day it was. Uh, let's see. So there's one coming out. It's too bad Lee's not here. It's called Dangerous Driving. Oh. It's probably got cars and guns. Probably just drive it, around Salt Lake. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> oh, shit. It's just the I-15. Yeah. I've got that argument. I'm sorry. I've driven across this country five or six yeah. times, coast to coast, and I will... I will argue with anybody. Salt Lake has the worst fucking drivers and in the country. And worst yeah. fucking drivers well, and worst airport etiquette I've ever fucking seen in my life. And every city claims that. All right. And then you, got, <laughs> you got Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney Trilogy. For, Shut up. Yeah. All hey, three my of My ex-wife loved those. All those three of them. What is it? My ex-wife was you into play, those games too. But like, play like an attorney. You're like on DS or something. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. It's on all the systems it's, down with this it's, one. It's like an anime lawyer court thing. game. Yeah. yeah. It's actually <laughs> not bad. And then you got uh, Shovel Knight. Uh, showdown coming out for all the systems. If you like the 2D Metroidvania style games, Shovel Knight's a good one. What else we got? That's it. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. B. If you would please. Yeah, I, I couldn't get I couldn't get behind that Captain Ham movie. <laughs> Why? I, I didn't need you know just like two hours of raw raw pro ham <laughs> like cheerleading. Can you I, know I don't fucking get it. Can I ham explain it to you? No. No, I don't want to understand it. I don't want to. Well, you stayed till the end because you're a Hellboy fan and you like celebrities. Woohoo! So let's begin. This is uh, Jimmy uh, interviewing the cast of the new Hellboy movie. Just got back from a long trip. Yes. <laughs> so more, more on the horizon. Uh, so where do we want to begin? With uh, Daniel Day Kim? Yeah, Daniel Day Kim. He plays, a, I believe if I read it right, it's a new character of the Hellboy franchise. So not like anybody that I believe you've seen in the comics. Don't quote me on that. But uh, I no. think they were in the comics because originally it was not cast as a it was a white guy. It was cast. the guy from Deadpool. Yeah, and we actually kind of get into that conversation a little bit because I'd read that article right before I interviewed yeah. him, and it's all about representation in Hollywood. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and how he when he was a kid he was made fun of because he wanted to be Elvis, and he's you yeah. know, he's, he's Asian. Yeah, and so you'll hear it, that's right where I opened the uh, the interview with. Okay, here we go. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Oh, thanks. Um, I read your article, and it, it really you know, touched my heart about representation and, and uh, what you wanted to be Elvis when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was born in Memphis, so Elvis oh. is everything about. <laughs> I was a huge Elvis fan. Oh, of course. Yeah. I was only like in second grade or something, so <laughs> like Hound Dog and all of those songs. It was, I think, one of the first albums I ever listened to. It's a great album. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do you think it's gotten better like, as we progress further about your representation in, in cinema and, and, and where you stand on that? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's still a long way to go, but uh, I'm really happy to, to say that uh, I think there's never been a better time to yeah. be an actor of color in this industry than right now. Mm. Uh, the way things are opening up and expanding is unprecedented, really, yeah. and I just hope it's not a trend. Good. I hope yeah, it's not absolutely. a fad. Yeah. <laughs> a mother actually just asked me the other day, she said her son wanted to be Captain Marvel, and I was like, go for it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Why not? You know, I mean... <laughs> At the end of the day, we're talking about fictional characters. Right? These are not based on real people. Right. So, you know, I, I think we can afford to take a little artistic freedom. Sure. Uh, what I love about the Hellboy series and just in comic book franchise in general are the geeks that kind of flock to this and stuff like that. Uh, what would people be surprised to know that you're a geek about? Well, I am a geek about comic books. In fact, Good. my mom texted me this morning, <laughs> literally this morning, because she was going through the attic and she saw all. She found all the superheroes that I used to play with as a kid. Nice. And she was like, "Can we? Can I throw these out?" And oh. I was like, no, mom. Please don't throw these away. In fact, please send me pictures of them. Sure. So she sent me pictures of Iron Man and Captain America and Falcon and. Uh, 
and you know Batman, Superman, all of them. And yeah. so I had I had boxes of comic books in my in my room as a kid, and I wish I'd kept them. I think every geek has received that phone call. Like, yeah. can I clean this out, please? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one of the things I love about these films too, especially this one, like I love set designs and I love props. Mm -hmm. If you could take one of the props off this set for your own for your collection. Wow. What would you take? That's a really good question. <laughs> the set design was pretty amazing. I was telling a story earlier about a room that I was in where um, it was set in a, in a club who, whose members went and hunted giants. Oh, and wow. so as, as trophies, they would cut off the heads of the giants and mount them in the room. And so they were literally 10 feet tall heads yeah. you know, like all around us. And they were pretty grotesque. Uh, <laughs> and I thought, wow. Maybe one of those I would take. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have the room for it. But, yeah, yeah. You know. um, one thing I love talking with actors too is uh, uh, heroes versus villains. And there's somewhere in your heart that you like playing one or the other uh, based on the character. I, I like playing both in one character. And yeah. I think you know, Daimyo actually is a little bit of both, sure. which, which I like a lot. Uh, you know, when there's complexity to a role, it's much more interesting for me to play. And what was the hardest scene for you to film? Probably my transformation scene, uh, just on. because it was really physically taxing. Yeah. Um, it was a long day, and we were, it was dedicated to just that that sequence. And uh, you know, for every take, I was giving a hundred percent physically. Sure. And so by the end, I was pretty exhausted. Awesome. Thank you so much for geeking out with me. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. Have a great day. Cheers. All right, Daniel Day Kim. I don't give a shit if you're Asian, black, white, you know, any whatever race, creed, or color. Uh, if you would be Elvis, this guy from who was born in Memphis says, go the fuck for it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't give a shit. All right. Now, <laughs> are we running this one unedited? Or does he, he doesn't? No, the, the cut you have has been edited because... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post it. Uh, I just say what I asked if you want to know what the unedited no, is? So we all know Ian McShane is known for Deadpool, or not Deadpool, Deadwood, uh, Deadwood, um, and and his part in Deadwood and that whole show, the swearing was part of the character of the course. show. It, What's the old West? Exactly. And, hold your own. And so, what do you do when you meet Ian McShane? You ask him the question that Jimmy is about to. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is apparently he hasn't gotten this question a lot. Really? It was. It was don't get me wrong. People have asked him this. Yeah. Is because my question, you'll hear. Oh no, you're not going to hear it come up because I had to take it out. Because I had to make sure that when this was submitted for network television, that this did not make any anywhere yep. fucking near it. <laughs> but I, I started the question. I said, uh, "This one's for this one's for Jimmy." Mm -hmm. I said, "A lot of people have asked me. I, you know, I do a show or something like that." And I said, "A lot of people have asked me the question of what is your favorite curse word." I said, "But you have to take fuck off the table. Like fuck <laughs> is, is not allowed. It's too That's, easy. It's, I mean, because it can be used for everything. So fuck's off the table." I, and I said, "Because of you, Mr. McShane, <laughs> my favorite word is." Cocksucker. <laughs> and he started like laughing. He's like, yeah. I go, what is yours? And I will say this because apparently it's very British. Uh, he says it is, uh, I can't say it because it is a part of the female anatomy. Uh, and because we Brits use it for everything in the world uh, from, you know, from morning, noon, and night. And he goes, but you Americans get very offended by it. If you, can, if you can't guess what it is, I'm not going to say it because you know apparently it. it offends everybody. You know it. Um, but what's funny is I had a British friend who I, I texted her and I, and I told her that I asked that question. She goes, please don't say he said that. Like that, I go, it's exactly what he said. She goes, God damn it. <laughs> and see, God damn it is my favorite. Oh, swear. yeah. That's, I, that's my favorite swear. So it used to be cocksucker. And then I had a friend of mine. Uh, We've had this discussion. Yeah, say. And oh, Shannon yeah. says he's met a lot of cocksuckers that are very nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. Ian McShane. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. 
What I love about the, the Hellboy franchise, is, you know, and just geeks in general, is that you know they, they love everything about the origin sources and everything about it. For you, what would people be surprised to know that you're a geek about? Oh my <laughs> God, I'm not really, a, I'm not really a geek. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, it's not my genre. I said, what's exciting about it is being introduced to something else like this. Yeah, it's like. Uh, you know, finding out why they made this, because this isn't part three of the series, this is a reboot, it yeah. completely changed because McNoll, and I went back and I read the comic book again. And then I watched the movies, which I'd enjoyed on another level because sure. I love Guillermo and I love John yeah. and they're both friends of mine, Perlman. Yeah. But seeing this and reading it, I thought, yeah, it's another take on the movie because yeah. Mignola wrote a much harder, much wrote a much harder kind of, you know, um, graphic novel than, than was predicted because that's what you get. You get a more metaphysical kind of movie. So this was more kick-ass in its nature, more uh, move quicker, was some, going to something else. But they got as fine actor as, as David Harbour as they did in Ron Perlman. So, yeah, I enjoyed it enormously. And it's kind of like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed, John. You mentioned, uh, you know, Ron Perlman, and this is how this is a re-envisioning. If you could choose one of your previous characters to be re-envisioned, who would you choose? Well, I just really re-envisioned uh, the character from Deadwood, which comes out at, you know, the end of next month. Uh, Al Swearingen, because we, <laughs> we just did the two-hour pilot, the two-hour movie. Yeah. After, you know, 13 years after the series was done, yeah. finished. And it's uh, literally re-envisioning because you can't, you're not the same. Nobody's the same after 13 years. Yeah. But trying to recapture some of that actually adds to the character, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was fascinating, the six weeks on the set before Christmas, that, you know, watching. And they were working with all the other actors who you've been around with. They haven't seen for 13 years. But you've seen their work, <laughs> but you haven't seen them all. But then you, you're all older. Yeah. <laughs> and you're all hopefully better than you were then, which yeah. is kind of a good thing. Sure. One of the about your characters I love, whether it's from Deadwood or John Wick or this one, you, you kind of have like the voice of reason, whether that's you know, positive or negative in that sense. Is that something about a character that you like to take on? Well, yeah, somebody who actually makes something happen rather than <laughs> dithering around or being, you know, wishy I mean, wishy-washy. There's a different thought to characters, yeah. yeah. Uh, positive is um, more in my nature than, than, than negative or hanging around or, or putting the gear car in idle, you yeah. know what I mean? Absolute pleasure meeting you, man. Cheers, pal. Have a great day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, hell of a guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I'm not even going to say her name because I know I'll, I probably am saying it wrong. I'll butcher uh, Amelia Jovovich. Is it? Jovovich. Jovovich. Jovovich? I don't know. She's, it's Lilu. I'll say this. It's Lilu. It's Lilu Dallas uh, <laughs> multipass for the fifth element. Uh, she, she hasn't like aged a day. Really? I don't. She's oh. with Paul Rudd. She's with Paul Rudd making the deal with the devil. I guess. And so, uh, but she's fun, and uh, she, she got to find out about the toilet paper story. You'll hear about that. Oh yes. <laughs> so here you go. Okay. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thanks, Jim. Um. So uh, with these kind of movies, I love it because the geeks come out and they just they want to see it. For anybody, what would they be surprised to know that you're a geek about? Um. Gosh, I'm a <laughs> geek about a lot of things. Actually, you know, I'm a gardener. Oh, there you go. Which is pretty geeky. <laughs> sure. Um. I love to dig in the dirt and plant things. I've got <laughs> things plant, you know, planted right now that are growing. <laughs> You know, I, I I love to play video games. Nice. Um, you know, I I love sci-fi. I love. I've read the Dune series like <laughs> ten times. Excellent. Um, so yeah, definitely. And you know, I'm married to Paul Anderson, who's Course. like the biggest like geek <laughs> filmmaker in existence. So. And, and speaking of geeks, uh, one time I was at a comic con and uh, we challenged a group of people to make the quickest costume they could, and this girl ran to the bathroom and came out in the Lilu Dallas 
uh, all toilet paper. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my oh entire my life. Oh my god, what a great idea. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm curious, what was your favorite costume you've ever had in a film? Oh wow, I mean, it's hard to say because each one is so unique and so different. And <laughs> you know, I love clothes, I love design, so you know, being a part of that process was always so interesting for me. So it, it would be hard to say. I mean, definitely Lilu was like iconic. Yeah. Um, but Alice has had a few iconic costumes as well. And um, loved Milady de Winter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's quite a few. It's hard. Yeah. Like, and which child do you love the best? <laughs> there's always one in the back of the mind. <laughs> but we never say it out loud. <laughs> uh, so for the, also, like, so you're, you, you play the hero, you play the villain. There's something that you attach more to that you kind of like playing? Or is it just across the board you like it all? You know, Listen, heroes are always fun, um, but I, I would say villains are just a little wee bit more fun because, <laughs> you know, no matter what you say and no matter what you do, mm. the script dictates what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, for Nimue, the Blood Queen, like, for me, she was this really admirable, very powerful, strong woman yeah. who is like a politician. Sure. You know, she is the leader of her people and she's trying to bring the two worlds together and nobody is listening to her and she's kind of being beaten down by a bunch of guys, which I think a lot of women can relate to. <laughs> um, so I think <laughs> I think she's a very good representation sure. of an, uh, you know, like an underestimated and underappreciated strong woman. Yeah. Uh, one thing I love about, especially these kind of films, are uh, set designs and props. Yes. And if you could take one prop and take it home with you, what would you take? Well, definitely my crown of thorns was pretty cool. That's a good one. It was beautiful. Um, you know, and, and my red cape was so amazing. <laughs> um, and I would take my piggy home. <laughs> he was so cute. Yeah. I loved him so much. <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting you. You too. Thank you. Thank so you. Have a good day. All right. Yeah, Lilu. <clears throat> Lilu Dallas multipass. Okay, well, let's get to the star then. Yeah, so uh, it's David not Ron Perlman anymore. No. And trust me, he had that question with everybody. I'm and so, sure. And I had to bring it up, but I tried to make a variation of it because it's not like, did you meet with Ron Perlman? We all know he did. Yeah. It was very, it was very uh, on social media, not. Pat Oswalt was there, the three of them. Yeah, and so the way I kind of phrase it, and you'll hear it, is, you know, you hear people who played Spider Man or Batman or like that who have played it before, and they always say, oh, like so and so gave me a call and gave me their blessing. My question was, is it fucking necessary? I don't think it is. It's not a year. I mean, it's nice, but like, it's not like it's a fucking passing the baton. It's like, great, you did yeah. it. Now it's my turn. Exactly. <laughs> Let me ride the ride. I think that meeting is more for the fans yeah. than, than it was for the is actors. Is it okay with Adam West if Michael you Keaton know, plays Batman? Ron, Perlman, Ron Perlman's having dinner with David Harbour. Everything's okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's for the fans. It's not for them. Yeah, yeah. So here's a, if you can hear him through his giant beard here, David <laughs> yes. Harbour. Oh, he needs to get rid of All right, anyway, go <laughs> It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Nice. Um, you. What I love about these films, you know, especially ones based on comic books, you get the geeks coming, you know, flocking into these things. For you, what would people be surprised to know that you're a geek about? Oh, man, I'm a geek about so many things. Like I, I really am, <laughs> like a nerd. Um, <laughs> I I love uh, video games, sure. especially like indie games and stuff like that. I love. I when I was a kid, I loved Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I love uh, sci-fi uh, fiction. I love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I love. Yeah, there's like a lot of geek things that I love. Yeah, I love Hellboy. Sure. 
one of the things about uh, these kind of movies too are the set designs and the props like that. I think the Samaritan is one of the greatest weapons of all time. Uh, what would be your favorite prop that was on this set that you'd take home with you? You know what, there was one thing that was kind of amazing. It's like a set deck thing. But there's, uh, in the, there's a room that we go into where the Osiris Club talks to me about fighting giants. Sure. And uh, in a glass case in the background was a mermaid skeleton. Sure. And uh, it was beautifully preserved, almost like this, you know, like they had found it. And it was like beautifully done. I thought that was extraordinary. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure you've talked about it a little bit, but the, you know, actors playing the same characters, you know, and we've, you know, did Michael Keaton talk to Adam West or did, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire talk to Andrew Garfield about their, their characters? And I'm sure I heard that you talked to Ron Perlman. Do you think that's a necessary thing, you know, for with these kind of iconic characters or just kind of like, you know, yeah, good, good luck with you, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that was more Ron and my interaction as well. Was, yeah. It was, uh, it, it, you know, because ours is like a reimagining in a very different way. And, sure. And so it was more about, I just admire him as an actor, and, and I sort of wanted to express that to him, and I wanted to, um, you know, I just wanted to meet him and sort of talk with him. Sure. So it was much less about the specifics of whatever, because, you know, he's such a specific actor and does what he does very well. Yeah. And uh, I'm, you know, not going to do that because I can't. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm interested in different things about the character, and so I'm going to do that. Uh, so it was, it was more just about, you know, you have, I think we all are colleagues in this particular um, profession of storytelling yeah. and I think as colleagues uh, you know I I love talking to my fellow colleagues about acting and about sure. art and about storytelling and so it was more that interaction. Uh, what I loved, uh, there is a lot of CGI in this but what I loved about it was that there's a lot of practical effects yeah, in yeah. it and, and what was it like you know having because nowadays we don't get a lot of practical effects it's kind of all you know tennis balls on a stick. Yeah I agree <laughs> I love I mean my favorite stuff is practical effects and I sort of wish they made a comeback. I mean, I even loved really dorky stuff like uh, the claymation. Like, remember the original Clash of the Titans with the clay kraken and stuff? Or like the Medusa and that. I remember the movement of that stuff is so interesting. So I love practical effects for the fact that there's a couple reasons. First of all, the fact that when you do CGI, you're always painting a frame. So you always know where the frame, where the thing. Whereas when you're doing a practical effect, you're capturing action. Yeah which is um, like a tennis match. You're like watching and the camera's moving with the actual action. And yeah. so, so that gives it a certain feel. And the other thing is like the practical effects have actual weight and substance and gravity and you can feel that people are being hurt or whatever. Like, so there's a big scene where me and Baba Yaga are both completely practical. Yeah. Um, at one point you see her legs, a little CGI, but <laughs> the movement that this guy Troy did for Baba Yaga is... This, he's a contortionist, yeah. and you can feel the weirdness of that movement yeah. because it's practical. And so things like that, I think, have a special, special place in, in my heart. Um, and so, yeah, I love that stuff, and I was really happy when we could do it. Yeah, it was fantastic. Thank you Thanks, so much. Man. David Harbour. Yeah. Who uh, we found out earlier in the show is now going to be in the... Uh, Black Widow movie. Oh, so yeah, excellent. Here we go. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, thanks for sharing your celebrity friends with us. See now, if you're about to ask me, what do you think of Hellboy? Can't tell you. Uh, next yeah. next week, I had to sign a contract. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next week then. Yep. All right.